powerful new GMC terrain on sus.net. You can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. Come enjoy the fastest sport on two feet and where we play by our own rules. Pepsi scores! There's always great lacrosse action and something for everyone to enjoy. You may not be prepared for us. But all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss us. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. Trial lawyer Chad Hemmett from Anderson Hemmett Law Firm. Well, there's pretty much two things I won't make a commercial about, making light of anybody's injuries. And I'm not going to make a commercial about a type of injury or a scenario that didn't happen. Every commercial I've ever made in all of these years has always been either one or multiple examples of something that actually happened where I represented folks and, and changed their life. If you've been injured in an accident, contact to personal injury team at Anderson Hemet online at andersonhemet.com KKSE Parker Denver home of the nugget home of the avalanche altitude 950 Denver's all sports station live from the altitude 950 studios the Vic Lombardi show starts now Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, at the ones and twos, for the Vic Lombardi Show, the hardest working man in Denver, make some noise for Jesse Trujillo. On the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H. W. Peterson! And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts. And he's always right, thinks he's always right. James Manchester Mirlet. And the man in the middle, he's a small man, but he's a good doctor. Attorney at flaw, make some noise. Everybody up on your feet, no one sitting in your seat. It's time to meet Vic Lombardi! Kyrie gets a pick from Horford. He's one-on-one with Will Barton. Crossover move. Goes to the left hand. Nine-foot floater. Missed it. Rebound down to Lyles. Outlet pass over to Barton. Barton gets it across the timeline. Two seconds to go. Three-pointer for the win. Tipped in by Torrey Craig. They say it doesn't count. Why didn't Denver call a timeout? I have no and idea. And advanced the ball to half court. Exactly. They have one timeout remaining. Yeah, a lot of people wondering why the Nuggets did not call a timeout in that situation. Coach Malone will... Uh, Give his side of the story coming up a little bit later. Interestingly enough, I'm watching right now, as you guys are, up on the uh, Monitors Sports Center, and there it is, the final seconds of the Nuggets-Celtics game with Kyrie Irving explaining his side of things, and the Nuggets later would do theirs. Fellas, welcome to the show this morning. I wish we were celebrating a Nuggets victory. That one was tough to stomach last night. Yeah, it's just a a disappointing ending. I mean, obviously there were some some good things coming back from 20 down, which you shouldn't be 20 down at home. Uh but coming back from 20 down was uh was nice. It's just I mean, how many times have we said this, Vic? They couldn't finish. They couldn't finish it. it but, the late but game execution. It's 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 how they finished. It's the manner they used to finish the game. It's a lot of judgment. It's a lot of what ifs. It. I get it. This is a growth pattern, right? You got to grow from something like this. At the same rate, a timeout should have been called. 
And and Michael Malone will tell us on these airwaves this morning, as he told everyone last night, that he stands by his call. I think if he goes back and reevaluates it, he may change his mind. But that's fine. Regardless of the timeout, regardless of what happened at the end of the game, to be down by 20 and have to dig out of that hole, listen, if you played like you did in the second half for the entire game, you win by 20. Agreed. You win going away. We're not even talking about a final shot here. There are a lot of elements to that game that you can shake your head at. Clearly, the final seconds is what we're going to discuss most because, man, I'm watching it again. Yeah, that it's had on no right chance. Now. Man, that, that just didn't, you didn't have enough time once the rebound was pulled down by Trey Lyles. You did not have enough time to advance the ball and get a good shot off. The only person who, who could have advanced it at that speed is Kyrie Irving on the court, right? Right. You need someone to go down as fast as you can. You need a fast player. Will Barton with the ball in his hands with five seconds to play, you just can't get a good shot off. Well, can't do it. No, and if you do advance it that fast, you're going to be helter-skelter, out of control, throwing up a heave, right? Like I, I just... It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, we just heard Kaz and Earl Boykins have the same question of, like, you can advance it to the front court without burning a tenth of a second if you call a timeout. I, I don't understand how that could possibly be the the best course of action. And, you know, fine if people want to say, oh, that's, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I think 99% of people would have said that as it was happening. As soon as you get the rebound, call a timeout. It's almost as though they didn't realize they had a timeout. Tough to swallow, gut-wrenching, it all applies. I mean, I'm with you, Vic. You you come back, that's great. You play a third quarter where you outscore them by 13, that's phenomenal. But you got to finish games because guess what? Now you're going to San Antonio. And we sat on here yesterday and said, let's try to go 2-2 two and two in these four. Uh, it's going to be very tough to go 2-2. Two and two. Gut-wrenching loss well, last night. Let me ask you this, Vic. I mean, you're around this team all the time, and, and the quote in the paper from Michael Malone that jumps out at me is, we have to learn to win these games, and I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. Okay, uh, how did they finish against the Clippers? Yeah, uh, it's just, you know. I mean, we can come up with eight examples. It's like we this team is right there. They're right on the cusp, and he's, he hits on it. You have to learn to win these games, and I'm sure we will. The first part of that I agree with because now we're sitting here at 26 and 24, and we can probably go, hey, they could very easily be, I don't know, 34 and 16. They could, but I they have to, win to learn to win these kind of games and win. When is that going to happen? Well, ironically enough, they've won more close games than they've lost this year. If you go back and look at the record, look at the games, look at close games down the stretch, and the Nuggets have actually done a pretty good job of winning those games. Now, last-second games, like last night, last-second shot games, not so much. And here's my issue with the decision last night. It's not as much do you call a timeout, because I can see both ways. I really do. I understand coaches who do not want to see defenses set up. I get that. My issue is why is it? Always Will Barton that has to be the guy. Where's Jamal Murray? What, you know, we talk about teaching moments. Learn on the job. Why not call a timeout and let Jamal Murray learn on the job? Agreed. Agreed. But, you know, the, the Bulls game where they came from the, back from the big deficit and Barton hit the game winner. In LA it was Barton. Last night it was Barton. I am with you. I like, look, I want to win every game that they play this year. I, I get it. But really with this team, aren't you looking at 20, 18, 19, 20? Like you're looking down the road, so you have to develop that guy. 
Is Will Barton the guy who's going to be taking the game-winning shot on this team for the next three years? Will Barton only has three months left on his contract. Exactly. So why are you not funneling everything toward the guy who is going to be the future? I mean, Jamal Murray should be taking that shot, in my mind. Or, or Gary Harris. Gary or Harris. Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic wasn't even on the floor. Now, I get that because uh, of the defensive movement. You, you put your defenders on the floor. But when's the last time any play was designed, anything was designed for Nikola Jokic down the stretch? I, well, exactly. And so here was my thought as I'm watching it last night. If you call a timeout, you can advance the ball to the front court, and you can do what you are supposed to do every possession, which is run the play through Jokic. That's your offense. That's how you're built. That's what you want to do. Why would you not call a timeout and go to your bread and butter? It's That's the part that frustrates me with this team is they haven't figured out what their bread and butter is or they just don't trust it and go to it, and that's frustrating. It, it just was... It 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 was you. It was hard not to just throw up your hands at the end of that game. You both well, said it real quick though. Is it a consideration that they didn't realize they had the timeout? Oh I, no, no 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 no. Then you. Okay. No 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 no. Okay. Then you. It was in the huddle that they would push the issue if they got the rebound. They knew they would have time at the end of the shot clock. The Nuggets were going to get the ball back regardless. Okay. Now, that was a coach's decision not mm. to call a timeout. Got it. Now, if everything goes perfectly, if you get the rebound with. And the rebound was pulled down with about six seconds, six and a half seconds to play. I went back and I went play by play last night on my DVR. Trey Lyles has the ball in his hands. He turns to Will Barton. Will Barton stops for a second to look at the clock. That second was crucial, obviously. Yeah. And by then it was too late. The only way to get a decent shot off, get the rebound, get it to Will Barton. If he puts his head up and throws it, flings it down the court, guess what? Tory Craig is wide open. Right. Why? But he didn't see him because, and I don't fault Will Barton for this, his head was up looking at the clock. Now, that split second looking at the clock ultimately denied them a good shot to win that game. End of story. We'll break it down. We'll magnify it. We'll get your judgment on it. We could talk about this all day, all night. Bottom line is it's a huge week for the Nuggets. That was a winnable game last night. Now they're in San Antonio tonight, OKC Thursday Golden State Saturday. That is not a pleasant run of games. Let's get things going with big news right now. What headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Again, important to note that there was no confusion at the end of that game. There was not, what do we do now? It was pretty much noted at that timeout. If the Nuggets get the ball back, they are going to go for the final shot. I uh, didn't want them to set their defense. Obviously, I think we had a chance to throw the ball ahead and get a, a, a better look. It was a situation we, we set it in the timeout. If we get a stop, we have a chance to break out. Let's go with it. And, uh, and Will Barton's made plays like that before for us, uh, and I stand by that decision. If you read between the lines there, he liked the fact that they didn't let the defense set up you got to get the ball up the court, and that's something Will didn't do in enough time. He didn't break out. Correct. And to Coach Malone's defense, this isn't a team that's great at executing inbound plays, so you know maybe he thought this was their best chance. Will Barton just didn't execute it right. No. The Avs are back at it tonight. They are in Vancouver. You better adjust yourself for life on the road. Otherwise, uh, you know, things can turn. So we got to keep trying to find a way that to win two of the three games here against tough opponents and tough buildings and, and, and stay in this thing. And that, that, that's our goal. It's, it's, this is going to be some work here for the next few weeks. Yes, it is going to be work. Life on the road, get used to it. 
Meanwhile, much change happening in the Western Conference. Uh, the Nuggets let one slip away last night, but my goodness, it seems to me that the L.A. Clippers are surrendering their position in the playoff push. They are waving the white flag. Blake Griffin traded to the Pistons. Palms ball with the right hand, looking for Williams. Instead, hands it off to Milos. Back to Blake. Goes into the paint. Goes to the rim with the left hand. And a southpaw flush for Blake Griffin. And the Clippers regain the lead, 66-65. to Okay, and the last one, we're going to talk to uh, uh, Jeff Legwald later in the show. Jeff's on his way to the Super Bowl. All this hubbub about Aqib Tlaib possibly getting dealt by the Broncos this offseason. We spoke to Aqib a couple weeks ago and asked him if he stays in town, would a better quarterback change the season for the Broncos? Would a better quarterback make this a better team? You get yourself a quarterback, you think you have a winning record next year. I'll ask you the same question. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt that you, uh, you bring this same group back and you get a nice veteran leader in here who can run the show on offense, we'll be in the show, baby. Be in the show, baby. Well, the show's going on right now in Minneapolis. It's zero degrees in Minneapolis. Jeff Legwald will join us at 9.30 this morning before he makes that trip up there to the Mall of America. It was media night last night. I didn't watch any of it, obviously, because I was at the Nuggets game. Anything crazy happened? Uh, Tom Brady wore gloves and a hat inside. And Belichick was in a suit. There was weird Patriots vibes. I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on again tonight. I could not be, at this point, it's Tuesday, and it'll, it'll, it'll build up. I could not be less interested in the Super Bowl. I couldn't be. Well, I'm with you. It just doesn't feel the same. No, right? and I, I don't know if it's because it's in Minnesota. I don't know if it's Patriots fatigue. I don't know if it's because... It's a little bit of everything. The Eagles are going, but you're like, God, if it was Carson Wentz, you'd, you'd be excited. But you know they're playing with Nick Foles. I don't know. There's just something about it that's just odd. I was looking at some numbers this morning. Did you know Nick Foles has a better overall record than Carson Wentz in Philly? I know, and their numbers, he actually has better numbers, but they're so skewed by that one twenty-seven and 2 season, you know, 27 TDs, 2 picks. It, nobody buys that. Nobody buys that they'd rather have Nick Foles out there on Sunday than Carson Wentz. I don't care what the numbers Fly, say. Eagles, fly. They're going to win the Super Bowl. All right, hot takes when we come back, and I, I will try not to offend uh, any transplants. I get it because they listen to the radio. They pay for radio commercials as well. But uh, the more I think about it, who, why would I offend them? If you're a transplant, you're wearing a Boston Celtics jersey, you're not listening to us this morning. You're listening to your Bill Simmons podcast. So I'm going to offend whoever I please. That's next on the Vic Lombardi Show. You need to sell that house, don't you? Yeah, it's past the first of the year. Now it's time. And you need an agent that specializes in homes in your neighborhood. A guy who's from here. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call with the following offer. He will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing these homes, and that is the key. Recently, he sold a home for ten grand more than what the owner thought it was worth, so give him a call today. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. Troy Hansford, 720-600-6244. That's 720-600-6244. 
Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up Tuesday, Crackman and Harris. We will recap the Nuggets and the Celtics with our Nuggets insider, Adam Mares of DenverStiffs.com. Plus, we'll talk to Robert Klemko of Monday Morning Quarterback. We'll ask him everything we want to know about Tom Brady's gloves and hat and what else to know for the big game. And, of course, we will lead you up to the mightiest franchise in Denver at the moment. Yes, that's right. The Avs are back on the ice. Nice qualifier with at the moment. They're in Vancouver. We'll get you ready. Crackman and Harris, Altitude 950. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Rayel de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Rayel de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food. It's Rayel de Minas with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Rayel de Minas Restaurant.com. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Are you looking for a new career? Well, with today's fast-paced world, content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate, making media careers in very high demand. And the Colorado Media School is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for TV and radio personalities, sports broadcasting, audio and video editing, online and social media content, and so much more. If you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone, then you got to check out the Colorado Media School right now. They'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about. Get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months. Hey, if you start now, you have a chance to get that media career in this year. And at the Colorado Media School, you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify give you all the reason to call right now. 303 303- 3937-7070. There's probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. Take it from me, Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, this is Jack Farland, owner of Farland Classic Restoration. Since 1991, we've been Denver's premier classic car restoration and sales shop. From rebuilding a rare 12-cylinder Ferrari engine to performing world-class metalwork on a Jaguar XKE, you'll find we're always up to something interesting. What can we do for you? Learn more at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. 
The Altitude 950 traffic update. Off and running this morning with standard delays around town. We got southbound I-25 backed up 104th down to 84th. A little bunched up around the Boulder Turnpike and stacked up across downtown, all because of a stall just south of 6th Avenue. It's in the center lane, but it is getting worked out of there. Got a wreck at the end of the ramp, southbound 225 to northbound I-25. Should be off to the shoulder. Watch for backups starting about Parker Road. Eastbound 6th Avenue now filling in from Wadsworth as you make your way over to the I-25 merge. And a lot of stop-and-go speeds both directions of 270 as you make your way across Commerce City this morning. I'm Aaron O'Neill with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Here we go, yo. Dribbles in a handoff over to Harris. Harris is at the free-throw line. Jumper. Good! Nuggets battle all the way back from 20 points down and tie this thing up at 66th against the Beast in the East. I tell you what, Boston is damn good. I, I can understand how Boston has the best record in the Eastern Conference, and they're doing it without Gordon Hayward. They're good for many reasons, and it's not just Kyrie Irving. Man, the system they play, the the defensive physicality with which they play, the way they move the ball around offensively, they get open looks at threes. Not just threes, but wide open looks at three-point shots. That's a damn good basketball team last night. Yeah, they really are. And and you just, you know, I talked earlier in the first segment about the Nuggets seem to figure out what their bread and butter is. What do they do? The Celtics seem to know what they want to do every time down the floor. Well, here's the difference. If the Celtics, if you reverse the situation and the Celtics got a rebound with eight seconds to play, who's the ball going to? Kyrie. Okay. End of story. How many seconds did it take James Harden to go coast to coast last year against the Nuggets? Remember Three that seconds. One? Three. So it's doable. Yeah, but you got to put your head down and go. Uh, yeah, exactly. There wasn't time for the pause. The no, pause is what no, killed him. You can't him. look up at the clock. Yeah. You know, and, you know listen, and, and let's be honest. I, I get Will Barton's strengths and weaknesses. His strength is not put your head down and go as fast as you can. That right. is not a Will Barton strength by any means. You just don't want a 28-foot jumper. That's not what you want there. That's what was disappointing about it. Um, the other aspect I noticed watching the Celtics play last night, and I'm going to get into my hot take here momentarily, I can't understand how the Philadelphia 76ers would pass on that Tatum kid. I just don't get it. That kid can play the Dookie. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. You're not trusting the process, Vic? Oh, my goodness. Why would they not draft him? Do you know how much better off they could be right now with Jason Tatum? That kid is a baller, man. As a rookie, he can do a little bit of everything already. There's a reason the Sixers are the Sixers. I mean, they're still good. Wow, you're not trusting the process either? No, I'm not. I I trust it. They're still good. They're 24 and 23. They're all right. I mean, okay. Had a buddy, a couple buddies text me who are at the Super Bowl right now. (laughs) And they, they say it's four degrees. It's four, Okay. We, we were in New York for Super Bowl 48, and I don't know if you guys experienced the cold like I did. It was yeah. the coldest week of my life. It was it awful. It was miserable. We had like a six-block walk from our hotel to Radio Row every day, and we had to carry all of our gear. Miserable. And it was like eight degrees. And eight degrees anywhere where it's humid is awful. Awful. Well, that's what you get when you buy and sell Super Bowls. Let's go. Piping hot takes. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. 
From the text line, if you want to text the show 30933, this person uh, heard that I was going to rant a little bit more about opposing fans invading our stadiums and arenas. Uh, he writes in, quote, Vic should just record a generic rant about people wearing other teams' jerseys, and then you can go eat donuts, drink coffee in the break room while it plays. Oh, I would do that, but I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm going to get a little more philosophical with you guys this morning, okay? Because I, I thought about this all night long. I, I thought it through. And I understand. I, I get it. I understand when you grow up in a certain town, in a community, and you grow attachments to those teams, those childhood memories that come with those attachments, I totally get it why you remain a fan of that team. Listen, if I lived in Miami or Wisconsin or Peru, I would still have attachments to my childhood teams here in Denver. I get it, okay? But here's the difference. Last night when I'm sitting there at Pepsi Center and there's a basket made and my head is down, I'm in my computer, and I can't tell the audible difference between a Nuggets basket and a Celtics basket. I'm sitting there saying, oh, my God, where is the sense of community here? Where is the civic pride here? Like I said, I'm not angry this morning, guys. I'm, I'm saddened. I've, I've now moved from anger and frustration to sadness. I, I Here's how I compare it. It's like switching schools, right? When you switch schools, do you cheer for your old school? When you switch churches or clubs, you still celebrate with the old church or club? Uh, when you tap into a new radio station, your allegiances are here now. You're listening to this station, this show. This is where your allegiances should be. This is your adopted home. These are your adopted streets. There's a reason you moved to the Colorado area. You adopted these taxes for better or for worse. You have new neighbors. You have new friends. You have new connections. Where is our sense of allegiance, our sense of community, civic pride? You live in Colorado. Your driver's license says Colorado. Your address is Colorado. But the jersey you're wearing says Boston. I don't get it. I never will. I don't want to tolerate it. I don't want to talk about it. If you have this argument with me, you're always going to be wrong. Next hot take. <laughs> it's HW's hot take. Everyone wants, excuse me, everyone wants to rant and rave about the last play and focus on that, and I get it. Excuse me, I think timeout should have been called, but I want to focus on what happened in the fourth quarter. The Nuggets lead 82-80 going into the fourth, and Trey Lyles hits a three to put him up by six, 88-82 with 10.30 left. You've had a phenomenal third quarter, a great start to the fourth quarter. You're up six. Pepsi Center's lit. Now, I know it's still lit with a lot of Boston fans, but guess what? It's lit with a lot of Nuggets fans as well. And what do you do? 17 seconds later, you give up a three. Boston takes the lead for good, 92-91 with 8.40 to go. And while the Nuggets were able to fight and claw and scrap and get within a point a couple of different times, they even got it tied with 43 seconds left on that beautiful take by Jamal Murray. They could never again take the lead. Basketball, when the other team is better than you, is a lot of mental. And just tying it wasn't good enough. When you had a six-point lead, you needed to put your foot on the throat of the Celtics and finish. You didn't. That's why the Nuggets lost, not because of that last play. But they still should have called timeout. 
Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. You guys have plans tomorrow night? Because it's What's 6 o'clock, night? Wednesday night, 6 o'clock, January 31st. And I'm not going to talk about the supermoon. I'll save that for tomorrow. Okay. Uh, tomorrow, 6 o'clock, Facebook Watch. You can tune in to the debut of Von Miller's Studio 58. Eight weeks in a row on Wednesday, you can watch a new episode of Von Miller's new reality show. He's been filming it for the last year. You can see what happens behind the scenes. You can see him and his buddies hanging out. He can go wrestle alligators. I am so ticked off at this. I knew you would be. Why? Because he's the highest paid guy on the team. He makes $22 million. He's 13% of the salary cap. And we got to go do this? Tell me the big play Von Miller had this past year. Tell me. You you want to go to church every day? Tell me the big play Von Miller had this past year. One Pro Bowl MVP a couple days ago. Great. That was awesome. So while wearing a Broncos uniform, tell me the big play Von Miller made last year. You're the highest paid guy on the team. You're supposed to be a team leader. You had a mediocre season. You had 10 sacks. Your team was 5-11. and You haven't made the playoffs in two years, and you're busy making a freaking reality show. How, How about being me. a team leader? How about being a guy who's focused on football? How about not spending all year, because he's been having this videographer with him for a year, he's not doing this during the offseason. How about worrying about football? How about worrying about your day job? How about worrying about the, the job you get paid $22 million to do? How much could you possibly be making off of this? It's just, it's a guy whose focus is on Everything other than football, and nobody wants to say it, but Von Miller had a mediocre, subpar season. He had 10 sacks. He had 51 tackles. He had three passes defensed. Meaty, freaking, ochre. He's the highest paid guy on the team. Act like it. I would agree with you on the surface, but I know the kind of work that Uh, Von Miller puts in, and I know it. I've seen it. Great. Nobody works as hard as he does. Nobody on this team works as hard as he does. What did it result in? What did it result in? But, but, but that's why I said yesterday, and you guys mocked me, I said, if I had a chance to trade for a quarterback, everybody's on the table, including Von Miller. I didn't mock you. Well, I whoever didn't mock you. Me. I've said Von Miller for Andrew Luck I said I wouldn't long. trade him for Alex Smith. But look, the guy is the highest paid guy on the team. He's supposed to make plays that change games. And the only example HW could come up with from this last year was from the Pro Bowl. Find me the play where Von Miller changed the game for the positive this past season. He had 10 sacks, and most of those were completely meaningless. Most of them were garbage. He's the highest paid guy on the on the team, meaning he needs to have the most impact, and he had virtually zero. But hey, we get to watch his reality show, and I'm sure it hit, had no impact on his focus. I'm sure that had no it, it he caused won Super no Bowl problems MVP at all. fewer than two years ago. Was I he, choose to look at the whole resume. Was he, was he doing a reality? Was he doing I'm a reality not, TV show when he when he won Super Bowl MVP? No. Was he doing a reality TV show when he had a mediocre season and the team went five and eleven? Yes. Case closed. That's it. This is a distraction, oh and he God. shouldn't do it. Wow. Right. Okay, Chester. old man. Can we talk about real problems? Transplants taking over our arenas. He Can shouldn't we talk do about it. The real problems. He shouldn't do it. Uh, on the text line, and we'll discuss when we come back. We have an entire segment to discuss what we just talked about here. Got to disagree with Vic's take, says this person. It's not about fans from other towns. It's not their fault. that It's our fault for not filling up stadiums with local fans. Well, I'll tell you whose fault it is. I'll tell you whose fault exactly it is. That's next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Yeah, how much does he cheat? Who are you? Seriously, Who how much? How much name? cheating What's takes place? Name? My name is Rod Mackey. Okay. Rod. How much cheating goes on there? Oh, you tell me. Hey, are you a Brady guy? Damn. Gosh, dang. How'd you guys all end up in Denver? 
Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. Pepsi Center is the place to be for Thursday and Friday night home games with Nuggets Night Out. Get one ticket and one beer and sit in the lower level for just 50 bucks. Next Nuggets Night Out is Thursday versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. Go to Nuggets.com or call 303-287-DUNK. Before you watch the big game, join the Altitude 950 running team sponsored by Centura Health at the Super Bowl 5K at Washington Park Sunday, February 4th. Log on to the Altitude Sports running team page and enter to win a pair of registrations and a Centura Health Tech Tee. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you had the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Hey, Scott Aces here. No more excuses, fellas. It's a new year. It's time to do the things you've been putting off, especially when it comes to taking care of your health. Listen, I got my levels tested at the Low T Center. They make it quick and easy to get your testosterone levels checked with results in about 20 minutes, and it's even covered by most health insurance. Do yourself a favor this year and call them, 303-451-5698. That's 303-451-5698, or get online at LowTCenter.com. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at C3Adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com. January is Radon Action Month. Ace Radon reminds you to take action. Have your home tested by the Radon experts. Ace Radon. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. The new year is a great time for resolutions and starting fresh by making healthy changes in our lives. Unlike starting a diet or trying to quit a poor habit, when you hire Ace Radon, testing and fixing a radon problem is one of the easiest, most affordable, and healthy New Year's resolutions there is. Trust over 30 years of experience. Race to Ace to find out if you're being exposed to radon. Testing is easy and the fix is affordable with Ace Radon. Mention this ad for a $50 radon inspection. If your radon is high, Ace is offering discounts and payment options on new radon systems. January is Radon Action Month. Take action. Have your home tested for dangerous radon levels. Race to aceradon.com. Selfless service is the guiding principle that drives Army National Guard soldiers to be always ready whenever disaster strikes. They are your next-door neighbors and your colleagues in schools, offices, and factories. To be a Guard soldier is to stand ready to serve at all times for family, for community, and for country. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com or contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. You may not be prepared for us, but all are welcome to join the Loud House. 
Don't miss it. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. Stock up for the big game at Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits in Centennial. Now open off Parker and Arapahoe with more than a 1,000 varieties of beers to choose from, great in-store specials, and a cigar humidor with over 270 different cigars to choose from. Shop online, davidsoncentennial.com. What are you going to do with your $5,000? First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. You'll earn competitive pay and have great benefits. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Go to work for First Transit, hiring bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. More information at 720-544-6450. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. we got a lot of the standard delays around town. The heavy stop and go speed, southbound I-25, 104th to 84th, and uh, again, crossing downtown about I-70 through Colfax, where there is an accident, but everything's off to the shoulder of the highway. Northbound I-25, watch for a brand new wreck. Looks like it's blocking the right side of the highway in between Lincoln Avenue and C-470, so that's going to be a heavy drive as you make your way up from Ridgegate. Another one at the end of the ramp, southbound 225 to northbound I-25. It's on the shoulder there, but uh, traffic backed up. Pretty typical stuff coming in from Parker Road. I'm Aaron O'Neill with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Oh, it was great. I thought it was a great fight. You know, down at halftime, not playing well. Uh, they hurt us from the three-point line on that first half. Uh, but I thought our guys in that second half uh, got right back in the game, competed, uh, got the lead, and, and battled, you know, uh, all the way down the stretch. And a uh, hard-fought hard game, obviously a tough loss. Uh, but I really applaud our guys' effort and their fight. Oh, man, it was a hell of a comeback. I mean, to rally from 20 points down, take the lead at some point there in the fourth quarter, but then unable to close it. And listen, the reason why I'm so chapped this morning, yeah, the Nuggets lost. But I still think after what happened in the Western Conference the last few days, I still think uh, the road to the playoffs looks pretty good for them. I'm chapped because I wanted to see all of those damn Boston fans walk out of Pepsi Center disgruntled. That's what I wanted to see. Why does this bother you so much? Oh, it bothers me so. It bothers me more than you know. It it bothers me personally. I get it. It Let me ask you a question. Let me ask. Let me ask you a question. Because you know why it bothers me. And I'll address the textures because I have some textures that disagree wholeheartedly, and that's fine. It bothers me because I'm, I worry about our sense of community here. I, what, what community do we live in? I'll ask you guys, James. Your neighbors, your neighbors, yeah. are they Denver sports fans or do they root for other teams? Uh, they root for other teams, like on a on a college football Saturday. No, no, forget. Co- I've no, got no. flags I, all over that are college for other football things. is a different beast. Let's, okay, uh, let's let's differentiate between college football okay. and pro sports. Well, I don't. College is all about where you went to school. I get that. I I would never f- listen. I'll give you my little story about college. Okay, I went to CU my freshman year. I rooted for CU. I transferred to Notre Dame. When Notre Dame played CU in the Orange Bowl, who did I root for? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Because that was my new home. Because you're a turncoat. No, those are my friends. Those are my students. Those are my neighbors. That's where I live. That's who I root for. That's how it works. I get it. I get College is different than pros. Okay. College That's- is, I'm asking you, your neighbors, in your neighborhood, who do they root for? I would say if they're my age or older, they root for the local teams. If they're younger than me, they're probably rooting for some other team, and it's usually a team that's that's where they're from. They're from Chicago. They're from Boston. They're from Detroit. 
They're from Kansas City. I, I, I think people, you know, I don't know where you draw the line, but I would say 40 and under. And people who grew up with Sunday ticket and league pass and NHL center ice and MLB, whatever it is, still root for the team that's the, from the town they're from. Or okay. they're like my, my oldest son, he's an Eagles fan, right? Why is he an Eagles fan? Because the Broncos were freaking boring. They were boring to watch this year, and he could tune in and watch Carson Wentz. If you're 11 years old and you want to watch football, which of those are you going to watch? You're going to watch Vance Joseph's uh, weekly debacle and just be mad and sign up for that, or are you going to sign up for watching Doug Peterson's exciting, fun offense and Jim Schwartz's exciting, fun defense and a team that wins? Why on earth would you sign up for watching 5-11? and 11? Why? Because you live in Denver. Oh. It, so because you live here, you have to be a masochist. I'm kind of with Vic here. That Why? If, if this is your city, this is your hometown, uh, these are the teams. If you're 11-year-old's a Philly fan, why, why aren't you taking them to games in Philly? Why do I have to take him to games in Philly? I don't. I wouldn't take him to a Bronco game if he was a Bronco fan. I'd rather watch it on my HD TV than go down there and have people puke on me and spill beer on me and pay twelve dollars so, for a sale pretzel. You're part of the problem, James. No, I'm you, not. You have kids and and you're from here. You're a native and you so, allow them. So wait, to wait a minute. For, wait a minute. I, I because don't get that. because I live here, I have to force my son to watch the Broncos and root for that team with no, Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, Brock Gosweiler, an incompetent head coach who now is back for round two of being incompetent. I have to force them to root for that and watch that hey, because for, they're from hey, here. Don't you appreciate that you forget, grew up hey, here and you always this in your I didn't you always go back to the Broncos. You always go back. I'm talking about what I saw last night. Forget the Broncos. Forget. the... The Nuggets are a pretty damn good team. And my okay, kids they're, root they're, for the Nuggets. Okay, why? So they choose to root for the Nuggets. So two years ago, when the Broncos were winning the Super Bowl, who were your kids rooting for? Just they curious. were rooting for the Broncos. Oh, that is the epitome. Dude, they're, they're 11, the 9, epi- and 5. Okay. You, you think they should, right, that 11 year olds are going to want to I'm not going to pick on kids. I'm not the, I'm not the host from WEEI. I'm not going to, I'm talking about adults here. Adults in the room. Forget kids. Okay. All right, I'm talking about people going to the game last night. Don't you want a sense of community? Don't you want your city to? I mean, years from now, if the local teams win, our community wins. Do you not remember the parade we had downtown in Denver, where we had a million people show up to root on the? Do you okay. remember that feeling? Don't you want that feeling in your community? Yes. The winning. So why do you come out of the woodworks? All these Boston fans who are from that area, clearly. Yeah, they better be, because if they're not, I, I don't get it at all. So, all of a sudden, you come to Pepsi Center and show people, oh, look at me. <laughs> I'm from Boston. Yeah, we know you're from Boston. Okay. But you moved here. Time out. Time out. You, wait, why'd you move here? Time out. Time out. It, don't blame the fans, dude. Was, was Were there more visiting team fans at Broncos games this year than there were two years ago? Oh, yes. the most I ever remember were the Pittsburgh game in 2005, the AFC Championship. Okay, fine. But were there more... Visiting team fans at Nugget talking games. talking about the Broncos. Fine, I'm, talking, I'm going I'm Nuggets here. I'm, the, going I'm nuggets talking here. Nuggets. Nuggets. Are there more visiting fans this year than the year they won 57 games? At times, when, are, when are, you were here for the 57-game win season, you went to a Lakers game, it was repulsive. Are there more fans rooting for the Wild now than were they were in 2003? Yeah. 
I mean, look, you, 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 you gotta give people a reason to get on board and be a part of the community. The Rockies had a nice season this year. They made, they got to play 163rd game. Whoop-de-doo, let's throw a parade. But the team's been to the playoffs four times in 25 years. So they've so never not, won a division title. Okay, so okay. why, why are people gonna come down there and, and, and overwhelm Cubs fans? Why? Listen to yourself. So you're saying that what the Rockies did last year, they they actually had a winning season and touched the postseason. That's not worthy of Colorado fans it turning is, the Rockies. It fans? is, but you got to you got to do it more yourself. than you got to do it more than once every eight years. They hadn't been to the postseason in eight years. So in the last eight years, you know how many playoff games the Rockies have had? One. So people should just rally around that. It's on the it's on the teams to put forth a good product. The Nuggets are trending in the right direction, but let's just be honest. Since the 57 win team, they haven't made the playoffs. I, I the, don't the care. Brian Shaw Man, era was I, I boring. Man, I don't just, care. In general, I I tend to lean yeah. with you, but Vic is right on this one, and the text line is Team Vic. I, in I don't a care big where way. you lie. I, I don't, I don't care. care how you agree. I don't care how you raise your kids. You're wrong. I'm if not you're wrong. At the game, yes, you are. I'm not if wrong. If you were at the game last night, if you were at the game last night and you put your head down and you couldn't tell which team scored and you're in Denver, Colorado and you think that's okay? You think that's fine? You're going to wash your hands? Like, it's okay. My kids can root. That's wrong. That's, but have a sense of community freaking pride. When it's was Denver the last on the time jersey. the Nuggets were in the it's playoffs? Denver on the jersey. When was the last time Where the Nuggets were in the live? playoffs? Where when? do you freaking live? Answer my question. When was the last time the Nuggets were in the playoffs? When was the last time the Avs were in the playoffs? When was the last time the Rockies were in the playoffs prior to the one so game they got to logic, play this year, okay, which was on the logic, road? By when your was the logic, last time the Broncos were in the playoffs? By your logic, next year when the Denver Broncos play, I don't know, who they play, Kansas City, that entire be Chiefs fans. By your logic. Because the Broncos missed the playoffs two consecutive years. Text line is That's about stupid. Text line is about thirty votes for Vic and about five for Manchester. Right you now, well, the five votes give... you got are, are transplants. They're no. all people that don't. They don't. They, you know what? It's you people who don't. Again, you have neighbors. You're gonna live here for a long time. I hope. Dude, Welcome listen, to Denver. Listen. Welcome. You're gonna. You're gonna be my neighbor. We're all in this together. We're a community. No, no, time out. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're like a Chevy guy. No, you know what you are? You're a Ford guy. And it doesn't matter that Ford puts out the Pinto, and if somebody rear ends it, it blows up in flames. That's the dumbest guy. thing I've ever heard. You're buying I have a, a choice Pinto. of cars. No, choice now, of cars. I don't have imports. a choice where I live right now. There's I live imports, in Denver. This so is you know my what? home. If Toyota's making a better product, I'm going to buy a Toyota. I'm not going to buy the crappy Ford just because I'm a Ford guy. Well, That's then move what? to Philly and have your kid root for the Eagles uh, the way he should. So, move yeah, to Philly. So, we got to move here. We got to move because the teams here aren't putting up something that my kids want to watch. So they we got to move? That's your answer? I got to move to Philadelphia? That's ridiculous. I I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Cuz listen, all those Boston fans I, I talked to my kids are into the Avs this year. Why? They were they're good entertaining. People. They're I entertaining. I ran into a lot of them. Good, smart, they root for honest, the Nuggets cuz they're people. entertaining. But I tell you what, every single one of them, if I'm at a game and I'm a fan, and you're in my hometown, it ain't going to be so fun. Hey, son, you live here, so you have to be a fan of Trevor Simeon. 2898 just called Give Manchester a, a millennial. I'm going to play referee on this. Team Vic. Oh, well, I agree I'm with glad. Vic. Who, However, who Denver is a transplant of city. These things? I'm just reading the text slide. Just gauging the text slide. Denver has an ungodly amount of people coming from every damn everywhere else. Fans of other sports teams. That's fine. You could be fans of other teams. You know what? I, I, I said that. But I the don't longer care you're that here, the has longer good you live here. Hey, dude, we can't talk on top of each other. I'm the a longer you live guy. here, the longer you live here, 
This is your home. You no longer live there. There's a reason you left there. There's a reason you left Harvard Yard, okay? There's a reason. Because you didn't like it there. This is your new home. Adopt it or get the hell out. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. This is James Maryland. I want to tell you how you can save more in mortgage interest with my friends at American Financing. It's common knowledge that you're going to pay interest when borrowing money. But did you know that there are ways to pay off mortgage interest sooner? From bi-weekly payments to an extra payment each year, even a streamlined refinance, you have options available that will save you anywhere from $500 to $1,000 a month. With just a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing, you can start the process of getting mortgage approval, an even better way to find out exactly what loan amount you can be approved for. It will make your home search more enjoyable. So give my friends at American Financing a call, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950 is talking Pats and Eagles. Don't let anybody tell you that you're not allowed to hate Tom Brady. I have to make a confession. I don't hate the New England Patriots. It's okay to hate in sports. I don't. And my thing is, is if you're mad at the Patriots, mm-hmm. don't be. They just beat your team. So be mad at your team. Talking Nuggets. Well, they're at home, win the game. I don't care. You playoff team. If you think you're a playoff team, I don't care who you play. You're playing home, win the game. And of course, the Avalanche. Get it all on Denver's All Sports Station, Altitude 950. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Scott Aces here. Urology cancers, including prostate, kidney, and bladder, are among the top ten cancers diagnosed in men. At Porter Advantage Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries, performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row. Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash urology. We're all so busy. It's hard to find balance. Every day this month is Valentine's Day at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa. Treat yourself or your loved one to a peaceful retreat. Go to fivewellbeing.com to receive a $150 gift card for $125. Use promo code LOVE. Try one of their signature spa experiences or have a relaxing massage or facial. Use promo code LOVE through February 28th at 5wellbeing.com. Kevin Flush here from Flush Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney and more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flush Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. 
Larry H. Miller Chrysler Dodge Jeep 104th is Colorado's first choice. Come see why during our Start Something New event. As your number one volume dealer, we have over 1,000 vehicles to choose from. Like Lisa 2018 Jeep Cherokee for only $2.99 a month. It's how we say thanks for making us Colorado's number one volume dealer yet again. Larry H. Miller Chrysler Dodge Jeep 104th. LHMDenverJeep.com. Driven by you. Lease for 39 months, 29 dollars It's signing 10,000 allowable miles per year. No security deposit. 395 disposition fee to at least and rebates include 2,500 Denver BC lease cash. 1,000 conquest lease cash. Price includes 599 dealer fee plus tax title and license. Expires 13118. Tune in tonight on Altitude 2 as your Denver Nuggets hit the road to take on the San Antonio Spurs. Pre-game coverage starts tonight at 5.30 p.m. with tip-off at 6.30 p.m. Check us out on the web at altitudesports.com for channel numbers in your area. And don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook. And follow us on Twitter for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Nuggets players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Denver Nuggets. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Still looking at those delays down south, northbound I-25, starting about Castle Pines Parkway, heading up into the Denver Tech Center. Got a crash just north of Lincoln Avenue. It looks like the right lanes are blocked there, so that's what's holding you up there. Also, a wreck southbound I-25 around Colfax off to the shoulder of the highway. Watch for that heavy stop and go across downtown, starting about I-70. Other than that, pretty loaded up, usual places. Eastbound 6th Avenue starting at Garrison. Westbound I-70, very busy, 225 all the way to York. And both sides of 270, heavy stop up and go on that Commerce City Drive. I'm Aaron O'Neill with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I'm going to throw out a, a joke and hope that you laugh. What did the football coach say to the payphone? I, I want my quarterback. <laughs> got it. You got a good future. Oh, my God. Was that somebody trying to get a laugh out of Bill Belichick last night? Media night. At the NFL Super Bowl, Super Bowl media night in Minneapolis. I'm not sure where they held it, but our good friend James Palmer was there from the NFL Network who joins us on the hotline. Uh, what's the temperature right now in Minneapolis, St. Paul, James? I love when you get very positive, Vic, when yes. it says clear at one degree. <laughs> one. Would zero be better? I feel like one is almost like an insult. But How do you it says go out clear, and that's what people are positive about. So, but let me ask you, though, is everything held – I know they have those little bridges, those underground bridges and stuff. Do you have to go outside at all, or can you can you get around to the entire city using those bridges? Well, the funny thing is, so much of what's happening, to give people kind of like the lay of the land out here, is out in Bloomington where the Mall of America is. And so what, last night when we went to the Excel uh, Energy Center, Center where you know where the uh, where media night was. That's like a I don't know twenty five minute drive from out here outside the city where everything's taking place. Like media row is on Mall of America. Both teams are staying in hotels attached to Mall of America, which is actually kind of interesting because these players, when they're shopping, and I've run into a couple of players from both teams shopping, they're walking around the mall. They can just yeah, they can just run into each other. I mean, yesterday, I mean, players from the Patriots and Eagles could both be in. I don't know, my wife calls it Nordies, could both be in Nordstrom's at the same time and run into each other, you know, yesterday afternoon. So it's kind of a weird dynamic, and then both the media availabilities for both teams are in that that mall. But to kind of answer your question, yeah, I have a little bridge from my hotel that gets me right to the Radisson where the Eagles are staying with a ton of, like, armed Humvees and machine gun clad uh 
individuals around that hotel and then into with the Eagles. So I, I, I've spent minimal time outside, and during this week I will spend as little time in the cold as possible. That, that is hilarious. I mean, I, I can see then if you have to drive your car and get to the Mall of America, I could see James Palmer there with one of those uh, temporary battery chargers that they put in their cars up there because they can't keep them charged. It's so damn cold. I mean, how do you even get in your yeah. car? I, I don't know. That, that, maybe that's why they told me I didn't need a rental car when I asked for one. They said, you know, it'll probably fail. I mean, All that's right. the thing. But I'm not going to dress for warmth, Vic. You know, you and I, we our clothes game is on point. i got to dress for style here. Damn straight you do. It's all about how you look. Yeah. doesn't matter how you feel. So from what you've noticed 100%. so far, not that it matters because the Super Bowl is a corporate event, more Patriots fans or Eagles fans? You know, it's funny. I was kind of disappointed with uh, with kind of the turnout last night, you know, it, I, I thought and talking to a couple of my colleagues there at NFL Network, we were thinking if this if the Vikings would have won the NFC Championship game, that skull chant there last night would have been just deafening. It would have been out of this world, and it was a really calm, subdued night last night. It re- it really was, and I think a lot of it, from what I'm hearing, is Vikings fans are just like they're 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 upset you know they they were they had a chance to be the first team to play a super bowl in their home stadium it yeah. didn't happen and it looks like you know we're not going to spend money on the super bowl so i think the eagles fans have definitely made their voices heard so far because obviously of what this means to them i don't want to say you know patriots fans are you know not here because <laughs> They come to the Super Bowl on a regular basis, but I think the Eagles fans are, are the ones making their voices heard a little bit, and Vikings fans have actually uh, <laughs> let them know how they feel after what they did to the Vikings in the NFC Championship game. James, what's the big storyline this week that you're following? I, it sounds like you're covering the Eagles side of things, um, and, and I look at what the Eagles have to offer, and, and that, that offense is tough to deal with, but Belichick has proven that he can deal with anything. So what's the storyline? Yeah, I think really it's it's – you know, over the course of time, I mean, obviously Bill Belichick, the argument is there that he's the greatest football coach of all time, and, and nobody would probably call you crazy if you said it. And he's done it time and time again. You look at how differently they line up as a defense from game to game and how much better they've gotten as a defense as this season's gone on. It's what does he do to dial up against Doug Peterson, but the bigger side of it is what does Doug do in terms of his play calling to beat Bill Belichick, because it's kind of the guy that has this reputation defensively, right, as, as calling plays and setting things up and taking away what you do best so well as a defense versus the guy who everybody said, wait a minute, in Kansas City, this guy called plays in the second half of the games in the second half of the season, and now the Eagles are making him their head coach, and then he has one full year of calling plays, and then in year two of being the full-time play caller here in Philadelphia, he's he's – shown how unique he is and, and how different he thinks. You know, I talked to offensive coordinator Frank Wright, who told me, you know, there's times across the headset where the play comes in and I go, huh, I wouldn't have thought about that. And this is a guy who's part of his staff. That's how unique Doug is as a play caller. So I think that's what everybody wants to see. And obviously how Nick Foles reacts uh, within the plays that they're calling and how he plays within that system uh, against Bill Belichick's defense. Because I, I just can't think it. Being a guy who was born and raised in Philly, what what Nick Foles is the one who beats Bill Belichick and Tom Brady to give the Eagles their first Super Bowl in franchise history. I mean, it's it's insane. But I, I just can't stop thinking about this. When the pressure is on, and we all know the pressure that comes with being in the Super Bowl, and Brady's been there, and the Patriots have been there. I mean, they rallied from the biggest deficit in Super Bowl history. If the game is close in the fourth quarter, how don't the Patriots win? I'm trying to figure out a scenario where they don't win this game. I will tell you this. I mean, and this has been kind of the mood here after media night. And, and I was—I've been with the Eagles for the last two weeks. There really is 
a belief in this team that they're going to win this game. I mean, they obviously everybody comes to the Super Bowl. The you know the Falcons had it last year where they they you know they thought they were going to win, but this week and, and, and hearing everything last night and talking to a lot of people, it's it's really the Eagles are like we're, we're going to win this game. Like they really genuinely don't have a doubt in their mind they're going to win this game. But to answer your question, if the game's close, how do you beat? Nobody is calmer in pressure situations in the league probably than than Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. It's going to come down to who makes one of these biggest plays. I mean, Fletcher Cox told me he's like, I, I talked to every guy on this team that has been to a Super Bowl. There's like six of them compared to the seven appearances that Brady's made in personally. <laughs> and each guy says you make the most of one of you know one opportunity will change the course of this game. And I think the Eagles have that feeling if they can make one game-changing play, two game-changing plays defensively, or one on each side of the ball, they have a really good chance of winning this game. So, James Palmer, NFL Network's on with us. We were talking about a different subject matter before you joined us, James. You're from Philly, born and raised. If you went to an Mm -hmm. Eagles game and you had a section of Patriots fans just going ballistic, yelling for the Boston faithful, what, what would happen? All right, I'll give you a little bit of a backstory here. So... My wife is from Denver. You know, you guys have a similar high school connection, I believe. Several years apart, though, right, Vic? But anyway. Did she go to Holy um, Family? Yeah. Yeah, she did. Oh, that's right. I think we spoke about that. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. I like you. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I got her I got her Broncos tickets for Brian Dawkins' first game back in Philadelphia. He's in a Broncos jersey. She wants to wear her Dawkins, Brian Dawkins, uh, Broncos jersey. I get tickets. It's Christmas Eve, I think it was, or Christmas Day, one of those two. And my dad would not let her leave the house no. in the Dawkins. No, 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 jersey. no, no, no. And that's why I shouldn't. can't let my daughter-in-law nope. go into Lincoln Financial Field nope. and maybe not come out alive. That's the way so, it should be. Congratulations. Hey, exactly. your dad's a good man. Your dad's a good Same yeah. for Sixers games, right? I mean, if you go to a Sixers game, is there a big contingent of green Celtics fans rooting for the Boston Celtics no. in those games? No, not at all. And then, I mean, the Sixers crowd has become insane this year because of, I mean, they sold out the season before the, before the season started sure. and they won, what, like 19 games last year? Or 17 so, games, so, somewhere in that range? So why, why, why so, there? Why there then, James? And I want you to please, I want you to be sociologist here with us. Why there and not here? Mm-hmm. Why is it that I go to a Nuggets game last night and it's half Boston fans? Yeah, you know, I, I think, I think, and, and I mean, I'm one of them. I, I live I in Denver because I, I love, I love the city and I love the lifestyle. And I think a lot of people are, are transient fans. I mean, they're, they're from somewhere else. They moved to Denver because it's a great place to live. Mm-hmm. In Philly, man, every one of my buddies, you know, Mike Antonucci, Mike Fuginetti, every single buddy mm-hmm. I went to high school with, my aunt lives across the street. My grandparents live down the street. My uncle lives right here. My sister lives right here. Nobody yeah. leaves. And everybody has bred generation by generation yeah. living on the same block of, of, of loving the Eagles and, yeah. and loving these these sports teams in Philly, and that's the way it is. But that's a special bond, isn't it? I mean, you grow up with that. It's, it's a special bond. I get it, man, and it's a beautiful thing. It's a sense of it's a sense of home, and um, it's hard yeah. to take that away from your home when you move. So, listen, we're going to get all deep on this subject matter. I just very find it very interesting, especially to hear from you. That's so wise of you and your dad not to allow your wife to wear that jersey because that could have been the that's last have, time she wore that jersey. Family now, yeah. <laughs> That's why we have a family now. Might not James, happen. you're the best, buddy. You're the be- hey. Have a great week there in the uh, in the tropical Minneapolis uh, St. Paul region, buddy. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the next four Super Bowls: Atlanta, <laughs> yeah. Miami, Tampa, L.A. It's going to be nice. Take care, man. That is James Palmer right. from the NFL Network. Joins us periodically on the show, and 
I didn't realize that his missus went to Holy Family. See? There's some good there. Fellas, uh, when we come back, a lot of, a lot of people on the text line reacting, uh, to that argument we had. And, and that's good. I, I love people talking about it at least. I, I don't think I'm wrong. And in my eyes, I'll never be wrong on this matter, but that's fine. That's why you have an opinion. Uh, love to get your opinion as well. 30933. That's the text line. 30933. If you're extraordinarily passionate about this, feel free to call us. 7530950. That's 303-7530950. We'll visit with Chris Dempsey at 830. Jeff Legwald at 930. A little trivia for tickets at 915. You got the Vic Lombardi show right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets are in San Antonio to take on the Spurs. Tip-offs at 6.30 with a pregame show getting away at 6.05. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Avalanche, home of the Nuggets. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Harris gets down the lane, jump pass behind her to Murray, catch and go, he's in the paint, jump shot, good! Oh, that's large by Jamal Murray. Ties the ball game up at 108, timeout Celtics. You know, I think James Palmer said it best, and, and James, you and I go back to the argument we had earlier. You have a kid that's an Eagles fan. Would you allow your Eagles fan kid to show up at uh, Mile High Stadium wearing that Eagles jersey? Yes. All right. End of story. Let me just try to calmly express my position on this. My position on this is it's not the fans' fault. It's on the teams to put forth a product that is worthy of them having an allegiance. But but what you're saying that only winning teams can have allegiances. Only you have to be a you have to be a Super Bowl or NBA champion to have a winner. That's not what I'm saying. What are you saying? You can be competitive. You can be entertaining. There's a lot of different ways to build up an allegiance. But it's on the team to put forth a product that makes those tickets such a hot commodity that you don't want to sell them to visiting teams fans. That's on the team. It's not. 1988 anymore where you just have this built-in audience it's a little bit like you know what if cbs wants me to watch their evening news it was easier when there were three options and walter cronkite was there than now when i have 287 channels you keep taking this back to supply and demand and market economy you don't live in the cbs broadcast window you live i mean you have choices i have a choice of a ford and a chevy you live in denver I, I guess I you just disagree that because I live here, I have to give up my okay. previous. Let me read some allegiance. of these texts. Let me let me read some of these texts. And um and I'm glad this guy texted this. I was waiting for this one. This is great because this goes back to my family. Eleven seventy eight. Who's Vic rooting for if Italy and the U.S. square off in soccer? I'll wait. I love that last line. I'll wait. Is yeah. he's going to get something that he's not going to? Who do you think I root for when those teams play? Just I curious. would bet you root for Italy. <laughs> Ninety. Nine percent false. What? I should say a hundred percent. Ninety nine is wrong too. The last time the U.S. played Italy in a World Cup soccer game, I was at Parisi's restaurant and I had a bunch of Italians over there. And I'm sitting there going, "Why are these people rooting for Italy? You live here. You live in the U.S. This is where we live. My mom and dad moved here for a reason. They immigrated here for a reason. They forced us to speak English for a reason." We live in the U.S. This is our family. Why would you root? I, mean, I, I don't get that. I rooted for the U.S., and I will every single time. Now, who's my second favorite team? Italy. 
No doubt about it. Let me keep going. Becoming a Bronco fan was not in my contract when I started working at my job. I didn't say it was. <laughs> That's, That's from 9472. I didn't say it was. Well, it, it, the other part of it, it, going back to my position on this, Vic, if let's say you work for, I don't know, level three, and they move you here from uh, San Francisco, and you come here, you're telling me you have to start rooting for the Broncos despite the fact that they're run by a guy who said on Sunday, hey, other than the big plays, we played them pretty even. I, why? Why? Because I moved here. My job relocated me here. I have to root for that team. I have to support that guy. I just, I'm not a blind allegiance guy. I just don't believe in it. If you want me to run through a wall for you, you have to inspire me and give me a reason to run through the wall for you. Here's a text. We're going to get to the phone lines here. Christie's on the phone line. We'll get to you shortly here, Christie. 0283. The Broncos are the winningest fran- one of the winningest franchises in all sports since Pat Bowlen became the owner. You are simply a bandwagoner, James. Ooh. Okay, bandwagon. I don't. I, I, all right. My I'll guess is to I have. Now my guess is my guess is I have spent more money on Bronco tickets in my lifetime than you have. So don't accuse me of being yeah, right. a bandwagoner. Yeah. Chris, Chris writes in. If you dive a little deeper, it also has to do with the fact that Nuggets have always been bad. Locals raised here simply don't have a deep connection to the Nuggets. No, you're you're, you're wrong, Chris. The Nuggets just got. They went through ten years of playoffs. Okay, they've not always been bad. I grew up here in the eighties. They. That's false. That's a false. Statement you just made. They've not always. Been. This isn't Cleveland. These aren't the Browns. Well, they what were also, are you talking about. They were also an inbounds of pass away in '09 from probably winning it all. That, 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 that they is would a have beaten the Magic. Yeah. Comment there, Chris. That's wrong. Trash. You Let's got go to the hotline, Christy. Christy, what's up? How you doing, Christy? Hey, Vic. Good morning. Hey, good morning. I'm just calling in because I'm I'm pretty passionate about what you're talking about this morning. I moved here in 2012 from Texas. Um, when I decided I was going to stay within a couple of months, that this was going to be my new home, I gave up all my allegiance to any Texas team, a big sports fan, um, and root for every Colorado team, doesn't matter who they are, with the exception of the Texas Aggies, but we've already agreed that college, college is, different. is different. College is different. you just said fact, something. You just said something. You said, when I decided I was going to stay, and that's key. That's key. If you're coming here just on a whim and you're going to be here for a couple years, I get it. I get it. You know, this is just a lease. But if you own here, if this is where you're going to raise your family, if this is your home and your neighbor's homes, it's a different story. You're starting over here, man. Adopt what you have to offer in this town. Hey, can I add one more thing? Yes. So my husband and I have uh, season tickets to the Nuggets game, and uh, this year when we went, uh, when we flew back to Texas for Thanksgiving, the Nuggets were pay- playing the Rockets. Um, I actually took my mother, who's a big Rockets fan, to the team, to the game, and proudly wore my Nuggets uh, jerseys. My I took my pom poms. I flew down to Texas with my Denver Nuggets flag and flew it proudly in Houston. They kicked our butts. Didn't matter. Denver's my team. <laughs> well, good to and hear, Christy. I have lived in Houston for my entire life, with the exception yeah. of the six years I've been here. So go, Christy, go Nugget. It's good to hear. Thank you very much. A chance uh, that somebody that understands what community and civic pride means. Again, I guys, I hate to, I don't want to cut all this aside and bring it back down to this, but you know, my parents immigrated to this country. They came from a foreign land. I mean, this this is our home. We didn't come here temporarily. This is our home. 
You adopt the hometown teams. You adopt the hometown. You adopt the neighborhood. I'm proud to be from Denver. When I go to a Nuggets game last night and half the damn crowd, half the crowd's cheering for the, are you proud to be from Denver? That's what I want to ask you. Are you proud to live here? Well, Vic, I have to ask you this, though. If the Nuggets find a way to win last night and that tip-in by Torrey Craig counts, it reminded me of the Jimmy V play. Uh, are we talking about this for 45 minutes, or is this yes. a sensitive oh, no, no, subject no. because they lost? No, I have no I, – I, the, the loss, the, you know, and we should be talking about what the hell happened and why they lost. That should be the sports angle here. But I was so saddened. I sat there at my computer looking at people with my head down trying to decipher who just scored, the Nuggets or the Celtics, and I couldn't tell the difference because of the crowd reaction. Mm. And I wanted to go to up to each and every one of them and say, where do you live? How do you feel? You're going to go home tomorrow. Who are you going to talk to? You're going to talk to your neighbors and say, hey, did you see that Celtics game last night? Oh, you mean the Nuggets game? Oh, what would you, you think about that Celtics win? Oh, you mean the Nuggets game? Where do you live? Let me ask you this. If the Rockies made the postseason five years in a row and won a World Series... Do you think it would be tougher for Cardinals fans to get a ticket to Coors Field than Obviously, the Cardinals? Obviously, dude, yeah, but you're talking okay. about this backwards. I'm talking about sense of pride, commitment, civic duty. You're talking about business. I, I don't care. Some things are bigger than business. I live in Denver. You live in Denver. I do. And I this didn't is have a home. choice. I didn't have a choice when I was a kid. To, who, and who and somebody asked play? me, somebody asked me, so if Vic moves to Boston, he's going to inherit the Boston teams? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't move to Boston. First oh. Of all. I wouldn't. Why would I move to Boston? I've had. Let me tell you something. I've had chances to move to other cities, and I've moved to other cities. When you worked in Arizona, did you root for the Cardinals or the Broncos? When I when I worked in Arizona, I didn't root for anybody. I work in this business. Oh, that's a way to dodge the question. Okay, I'll, I'll answer. I'll, I'll answer the question a little harder. There was a sense of community every time the local team went. I always wanted the local team to win. At no point. When the Broncos came there, and I don't even recall the Broncos ever playing the Cardinals. When the Nuggets came to play the Suns, at no point would I ever, ever show up and, and make an affront to my locals, say, I'm rooting for the other team. Never. I considered that off-limits. I would never do that. My neighbors, who are longtime Suns fans, when I lived in Austin, Texas, Cowboys fans, I wouldn't just show up wearing my Broncos jersey and say, check me out. I wouldn't do that. Okay. You know what? It's not fair to them. It's not fair to me. I so, wouldn't do that. Vic, why, I, why do you do that? I called round one for you. I might have to call round two for Manchester. Uh, I I don't know. This is now a, uh, a this is now a battle royale that round three will have to happen at some point before ten o'clock today. Here's the uh, text line seventeen thirty three. Can't wait to wear my thunder gear to the game on Thursday night just to get under your skin. <laughs> Thunder up. Hey, you can wear all you want, man. I tell you what, if you're so passionate about the Thunder, again, why would you leave beautiful OKC? <laughs> hey, Thunder up. Let me ask you. Tulsa's beautiful this time of year. Tulsa is a wonderful community. Why does it offend you, you so much? Why does it offend you so much? Why did you leave Tulsa? We live in a place Why did you leave Tulsa, my friend? People want to come here. That's great. Why did you want to come? If you're going to come here and you're going to drink my water and go to my school, you better damn root for my team. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. We're back after this. Who's that guy? This is James Merlant. I want to tell you how you can save more in mortgage interest with my friends at American Financing. It's common knowledge that you're going to pay interest when borrowing money. But did you know that there are ways to pay off mortgage interest sooner? From biweekly payments to an extra payment each year, even a streamlined refinance, you have options available that will save you anywhere from $500 to $1,000 a month. 
with just a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing, you can start the process of getting mortgage approval, an even better way to find out exactly what loan amount you can be approved for. It will make your home search more enjoyable. So give my friends at American Financing a call, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, Kreckman and Harris. Coming up Tuesday, Kreckman and Harris will recap the Nuggets and the Celtics with our Nuggets insider, Adam Mares of DenverStiff.com. Plus, we'll talk to Robert Klemko of Monday Morning Quarterback. We'll ask him everything we want to know about Tom Brady's gloves and hat and what else to know for the big game. And, of course, we will lead you up to the mightiest franchise in Denver at the moment. Yes, that's right. The Avs are back on the ice. Nice qualifier with at the moment. They're in Vancouver. We'll get you ready. Crackman and Harris, Altitude 950. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6. Hi, Jack Farland here at Farland Classic Restoration. We restore and sell investment-level classic cars like Porsche, Ferrari, Mercedes, and more. In our shop, you'll find Denver's best craftsmen in metalwork, bodywork, paint, interiors, mechanical, and detailing. If your project is stalled, or if you're looking for a classic that's truly an investment, visit us online at farlandcars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. c3adjusters.com. You're driving, minding your own business, then boom. You're rear-ended. Just another ordinary day for the insurance company, but not for you. You need to know your rights. You need the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. Bell & Pollock's Legal Game Plan gives you the rules, so you have the legal strength to fight the insurance company. Bell & Pollock. Our legal game plan is designed to help injured victims just like you. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Put our legal game plan to work for you. We'll help you. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I didn't find that working behind a desk, so for me it was a pretty easy decision to make. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on Okay. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Definitely one of the easier drives we've had in a while. This traffic report brought to you by Compassion International. Haven't had a lot of crashes on our highways, but there is one wrapping up. It's northbound I-25, just north of Lincoln Avenue. It's got a slow coming up on the approach to Ridgegate Parkway. Once you hit the Tech Center, pretty busy from Arapahoe on up. Southbound 225, still busy from Islip down towards that Tech Center merge. And eastbound 6th Avenue, backed up at Wadsworth. Becoming a child sponsor with Compassion International can change the world one child at a time. Find out how at Compassion.com forward slash radio. I'm Aaron O'Neill with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. 
Who's that guy? Hi. Who's that guy? Who's this guy? Hey, fellas. Who's this guy? I'm nobody. No, 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 no. I know you. I know you. He was at that party with me, the one I was telling you about. He's Jimmy's brother, the guy. He's no. the guy with the beautiful voice I was you telling you about. You sing, and you sing good. Sing it again. These arms. They're long to hold you. Hold you again. Boom, boom, boom. The hurting told me. What in God's name is that? That's a very good question, Vic. Thank you for beating me to it. If what you, the hell was that? If you had heard or if you had done the Power Five last segment, you would know what that was. Do you want to dive into it now? You think I care about the Power Five after this passionate plea that I've made to the locals here? And you think I care about I, a stupid Power Five? What if I tell you this? We've got Nuggets and Thunders tickets, and we'll try to get a Nuggets fan over to Nuggets and Thunder on Thursday. Yeah. Try to? We will. Is that better? Yeah. Let me read a couple more texts first. All right. Uh, I'm a Denver native, went to East High School, mother went to West High School, lifelong Nuggets fan. Last year during one of the games, I met a guy who's from just outside Chicago. He was cheering for the Nuggets. We became friends instantly. We've now been friends for 19 uh, years, or uh, we've been to 19 games together, and we've cheered our butts off every time, even against those Bulls. It is possible to move to a city and to have some class. We'll be there Thursday night against OKC. It's just, it's funny that I've ended up on the side of the equation that I'm on because with my Bronco tickets, I will not give them or sell them to a fan of the opposing team. I, I just won't. That's my choice. But I'm just saying I don't think we should force people because they live here to root for our teams. We need to, we need to give them something worth rooting for. And the Rockies are on that trajectory. The Nuggets are on that trajectory. The Avs are on that trajectory. And the Broncos aren't. But they are giving you something worth rooting for. They're, they're giving you the teams. They're giving you the the games. They're giving you a reason to get out of your house and, and connect as a community. So if I'm from Boston, all right, if I'm from Boston, the Celtics have Kyrie Irving, they're the number one seed right now in the in the East. Okay. You're telling me because I just got relocated here, I should have gone last night and rooted for the Nuggets? No, I'll ask you the same question three years ago before. Let's say before they had Kyrie when the Celtics sucked ass and those same fans showed up. And those same fans were as passionate. Now what? I think there were less Celtics fans there when the no. Celtics were bad. Yes, no, there were. Go to get a, Dude, I mean, it's, it's Celtics, just, Lakers. Fine. When we went in the 80s, when Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, and Robert Parrish went, came into town, there were a ton of Celtics fans. Let's not act like yeah. back in the, back in the old days, it wasn't like it. that. The Laker fans it. have always been there. I get it. I, I just, uh, I go back to my original point. If you move here to stay here, at some point you gotta grow up and be here. You're from Denver. Grow up. This is where you live. Okay, this is not where you're leasing. You're living. Extremely grumpy this morning because the Nuggets lost. If you get a job in L.A., you're telling me you're going to start rooting for the Lakers. If I got a job in L.A. and I said to myself, I'm going to live in L.A. for the rest of my life. And this is a true story because I've actually thought about this. You know, my daughter lives in L.A. My wife says, hey, maybe down the line we move to L.A. If I move to Los Angeles with the notion that I would live in L.A. for the rest of my life, yeah. Yeah, I would start really? adopting the LA teams. Yeah. I don't yeah. buy that. You know that why? Because it's a sense second. of community. You know, because my neighbor and I are going to talk about something. You know, if you want to talk about the Celtics this morning, are you listening to the show? So the whole <laughs> West Side thing goes Hold away? on, hold on. All of those Celtics fans, when they want to go the next morning and talk about the game, are they listening to this show? Probably are they listening not. To local, are they listening to local radio? 
They're streaming W-E-E-I and they're listening exactly, to those clowns. They're listening to Bill Simmons' podcast. Right. So I have nothing. I, I don't I don't care about those people. You're nothing to me. I, mean, I don't need to <laughs> appeal to you. I don't care about them either. I'm just telling you that I understand why they are the way they are. I find it hard to believe that you would ditch the whole people. West Side thing if you lived in L.A. And you would be oh, he's sitting so courtside it. with Jack being, go Lakers. Come on. Uh, on the text line, 7676, Vic, I'm going to fly my Astros championship pennant when they come play the Rockies. <laughs> well, if you fly it next to me, my friend, I'm going to cut it up. Uh, you, you've done that with uh, pennants and flags before. If you fly it next to it me and I'm there as a well. fan, we will fight. May have gotten authorities involved, if I remember correctly. Uh, from 3614, Vic, I didn't realize you are the sports fan police. I bet not very many people really care about your opinions. Well, you're listening to the show. If you don't care, go listen to Bill Simmons. Go listen to Smooth Jazz. Wow. I think we have a Smooth Jazz radio station. You are uh, in rare form this morning, zero This one's from Nash. Vic's got me going. I'm punching every Westbrook Thunder wearing fan. No, I don't want to resort to violence here. I'm not reading the rest of that. Sorry about that. I didn't want to go there. Uh, last one I'll read before we get to Power 5. I don't disagree with James' point of teams needing to put forth a good product, but the Broncos won a Super Bowl two years ago, a freaking Super Bowl that didn't earn his support through two down years. He's a native, yet he leases his teams based on current one-loss record. Exactly what I'm thinking. Never what I exactly. said. And that's a completely inaccurate statement. Okay. Completely inaccurate. It's right, amazing it? to me how people get things wrong. Like, I got tweets last night about how Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf was not better than Steph Curry. Not what I said. I said he was a better shooter. Like, can we... Uh, but he's not a better shooter. Okay, but I didn't say he was a better player. I said he was a better shooter. So, the, it was just factually inaccurate of, of the, this person, what they were accusing me of. I haven't bailed on my team. I haven't. I'm a Broncos fan. I had the orange and blue stocking cap on. From day one in yeah. the hospital, I'm a Broncos fan. You know, I haven't bailed nice. on it. I'm just not going to force my kids, if they don't want to, to root for this crappy product. If I'm my not. if my children, if I took my children to a local game and they showed up, like my my daughter lives in L.A. If I took her to a Nuggets game and she showed up with a Lakers outfit on, I'd kick her the hell out. You ain't coming to this game. She's from what L.A. Why can't she root for the team? You ain't coming to this. What? You ain't coming to this game in Denver wearing that Lakers guard. You ain't doing it. Not on my watch. That's me. Man. Gosh. Let's get to our Power 5 question of the day. My head's hurting. Power 5. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. All right, what's our Power 5? All right, our Power 5 question of the day on the Altitude 950 text line 30933. The place you've snuck into that you were not supposed to be at in honor of this gentleman sneaking on to the Pelican shoot-around. He was wearing Pelican's gear. He was able to shoot around for a little bit before a cop came and gave him a lecture. Vic, some of this inspired by... Your stories, including sneaking your family into Super Bowl 32 and your rant about this weatherman yesterday down in <laughs> Dallas. 30933 is the Altitude 950 text line. Our favorite one is going to Nuggets and Thunder Thursday night at the Pepsi Center. Well, it wasn't a rant. It was just a story. Um, you know how passionate the Cowboys fans can get. So when I lived in Austin, Texas, and again, you sort of fall into that, yeah, everybody's rooting for the Cowboys. And when the Cowboys win, it's good for everybody, right? Everybody's fine. Everybody's having a good time. You want your local teams to win. Why wouldn't you want that? Anyway, I'm in Austin, and um, we decided to have some fun with our weather guy, who 
was about six foot seven at the time, Russ Ray. So at at Cowboys practice, that was back when they can invite as many people as they wanted to training camp. They must have had eighty guys there at camp, a hundred guys, and uh, we decided to put Russ in a Cowboys uniform, right, and a helmet, shoulder pads, and everything, and have him just walk onto the practice field. He walked on wearing a microphone and went through an entire practice with the special teams unit. He ran wind sprints. He sat in line. He went to the drink table. At the end of practice, we're interviewing Dave Campo, the special teams coach, asking him, what do you think about this new punter? He looks to him and says, yeah, pretty good. He wasn't even on the team. I've got the entire story. I'll show it to you guys. It was crazy. That's awesome. Couldn't believe it. He went the entire practice posing as a member of of the Dallas Cowboys, all for television. That's pretty amazing. So uh, you've told Manchester and I before, but again, Easy e has got a notepad next to Elway. The whole Lombardi family's there. What did happen at Super Bowl Thirty Two? What do you mean? What happened? The, the Broncos won. No, come on. If you, you're going to be shy about this now, even no, though you've told us I, multiple I've told times. I've told the story before. We, we we got several family members into the game on two press credentials. I mean, you know, I. I feel a little weird saying it now, but we'll never be able to get away with it anymore given the restrictions at Super Bowls. But back then, we were able to do that. They, you know, they couldn't get tickets. The game was sold out. They wanted to see their, their beloved Broncos. And, uh, by the end of the game, there's Easy E with his reporter's notebook on the field, arms distance away from John Elway. It was crazy. Amazing. 30933 is the altitude 950 text line. Start lighting that thing up with a place you've snuck into. You weren't supposed to be. Our favorite one goes to Nuggets and Thunder. Vic in Manchester, you'll like this. My dad snuck 11-year-old me into Madison Square Garden when uh, the Avs were playing the Rangers. Some New Yorker just gave us his ticket stub after the end of the second period. My dad walked up to the security guard and said, Hey, we're from out of town. Uh, my son and I got lost. Can we just go in? Ended up watching the third period of Avs, Rangers, Center Ice, Madison Square Garden when I was 11. Only time I've been in the garden in my life. I'll never forget that. Uh, Luke from Denver says, I snuck onto a fenced-off area around a water tower in rural North Carolina during my senior year of college. What the hell does that matter? Good story, Luke. You should tell <laughs> Thanks, the parties, Luke. dude. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. Wow. That was an achievement. So he climbed a fence? I don't know. Manchester, you got to have one. Um, you don't want to tell I, it, I'm, though. I can see the yeah. look on your face. I'm trying to think of the ones I want to talk about. Hey, this is the confessional. Don't worry. Nobody cares. <laughs> Well, we are on the radio right now, so. Good deal. All right, he's gonna sit on. I can tell he got that it smile. It wasn't that long ago. I got my whole family face. into something. They probably weren't supposed to be there. I'm just gonna yeah. leave it at that. Okay. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I remember. I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. I did too. Uh, let's see. Uh, most of these texts are still about the. Which team do you root for? Home team or your old team? But whatever. I love, I love these conversations. <laughs> hey, uh, coming up next, we're going to get into the nitty gritty of how the Nuggets lost that game and where they go from here. Man, it's a tough week. All right. Let, let's recount what, what took place in the final sec- seconds. What should have happened? Well, you'll do, it with, Chris, you'll do it with Chris Dempsey, Vic. Yes, I know. Yeah, Dempsey's okay. going to tell Just make sure. You know, and they, they should have called the timeout. This is where I will respectfully disagree with Coach Malone. And, you know, it's hindsight. It's easy for me to disagree after they, they missed the shot. Had they made the shot, everything's fine. I get it. But we'll talk about the final seconds and where the Nuggets go from here. I'll tell you where they go. San Antonio, which ain't pretty this time of year. You got the Vic Lombardi Show.
950 has another ultimate abs VIP experience. Here we go. We're putting you and a guest in the penalty box at Pepsi Center. Both are gone. Both are gone. You could be serving a penalty before the abs and Canucks game February 26th. Penalty coming up on the avalanche. Let's go sit for a couple. Oh, man. Get in there. Then we'll move you to some slightly more comfortable seats to watch the game. I guess we gotta go on the other side of the glass, eh? To see the Avs continue their quest for the playoffs. Keep it here all day to qualify on the only station that gives you this much Avs access. Altitude 950. Hey, Scott Aces here. Gentlemen, when it comes to your health and your quality of life, knowing your numbers is essential. Low testosterone levels can make you feel tired and grumpy. It can raise your cholesterol levels, cause weight gain, and lose muscle mass. At Low T Center, they make it quick and easy to get your levels checked. Treatment is covered by most health insurance and results in about 20 minutes. Give them a call, 303-451-5698. That's 303-451-5698. Or get online. It's thelowtcenter.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC Terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. Come enjoy the fastest sport on two feet and where we play by our own rules. Pepsi scores! There's always great lacrosse action and something for everyone to enjoy. You may not be prepared for us. But all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss us. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. Stock up for the big game at Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits in Centennial. Now open off Parker and Arapahoe with more than a 1,000 varieties of beers to choose from, great in-store specials, and a cigar humidor with over 270 different cigars to choose from. Shop online, davidsoncentennial.com. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our community secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Well, things are quietly winding down on the highways. This traffic brought to you by Compassion International. We didn't catch a whole lot of problems on the roads. That's the good news, and we're starting to see some quick recovery here. A little busy at northbound I-25, Arapahoe Road up to University, that southbound side. Really heavy-duty stop-and-go coming down through the bridges into the Tech Center. Southbound 225 still backed up from Parker Road on in. We're still seeing traffic loaded up both directions at 270 across Commerce City and westbound 36 from Sheridan up to Church Ranch, but that's about it. Becoming a child sponsor with Compassion International can change the world, one child at a time. Find out how at Compassion.com forward slash radio. I'm Aaron O'Neill with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. 
the only way you learn is by, you know, you can watch film, you can do all that, but when you're on the court having to guard these guys and uh, you see how tight uh, Kyrie's handle is, uh, how he's able to create separation going left and right, his ability to finish at the rim. And Jamal's a good finisher, but he's not at that level quite yet. So uh, I think just kind of uh, watching him, playing against him, will hopefully let Jamal know, hey, I'm a good player right now, but I have a ways to go if I want to be an elite player in this, uh, in this league. And I think he's on his way. I love the way Jamal Murray responded late in that game. I mean, that bucket he made in the final minute, sort of a 10-foot sideways, wasn't square to the the basket. Those are tough, and he made it, and he's learning how to make more of those. To which I ask, in the closing seconds, if the Nuggets do indeed call a timeout, Jamal Murray's proven he wants to be the man. Why not call a timeout there and let him be the man? Draw up a play for Jamal Murray and let him go win or lose that game for you. He's got to learn at some point. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Let's go to the hotline and bring in Chris Dempsey, who was with the Nuggets in San Antonio. Demps, um, you heard from Coach Malone last night. And again, it's easy for me, it's easy for us, to go back and criticize the final seconds of that game in hindsight. But if he had to do it all over again, do you believe Coach Malone would have called the timeout? Um, I think... You know, actually, this is weird. I actually think he probably wouldn't. <laughs> um, I just think, and here's what I think he saw. Uh, I think he saw during the course of that game, especially in the first half, a Nuggets basketball team that was completely t- uh, bottled up by uh, Boston, which is the number one defensive team in the NBA. Uh, they just could not score at all in that first half. And I just think even though things got a little bit better for them in the second half, you know, a coach's memory, I mean, it's it's – it wasn't that long ago that that he can remember things not going very well for him in the first half. You call a timeout, you allow Boston to really set up a defense. Uh, do you want to have your young basketball team work against the uh, best defensive team in the NBA, uh, or do you want to take your chances that uh, you know that you can catch them in a scramble situation? Maybe the communication's not uh, as well. You know, maybe this, maybe just a detail item gets away from them, which allows you to get a, a shot off, a better shot than uh, what they got off, and and, um, and win a game. It's still a game. And so I get it. I, I, I do. I, I think it's a, it's a very interesting conversation. Um, I think it's a little bit more complex of an issue with regards to this Nuggets team uh, than it appears to be. Here's the one point of contention I had late in the game, because I think a lot of Nuggets fans who are upset, and me included, said, why does it have to be in, in Will Barton's hands necessarily? Why, sure. why can't other guys take that last shot? And I think it ended up in Will Barton's hand, not by not by the coach's direction. I don't think Coach Malone in the huddle said, get it to Will as soon as we get the rebound. He was just right next to Trey Lyles at the time. If that were Jamal Murray, perhaps he had gotten the ball. Is that what you're understanding, too? It, it ended up in Will's hands because he was there. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and in a lot of those situations, uh, it will end up in, into the uh, hands of the closest ball handler, right? So, um, and, and Will Barton obviously has hit late-game shots before, but uh, I, I think when we all go back and watch that play, and obviously there's been a lot of still photographs floating around on Twitter and everything else, there were obviously guys open, on, you know, as Will was bringing the ball up that could have been hit, uh, you know, for, you know, a, a, to get a better shot. A more, maybe, a bit higher maybe, but you don't know when you're Will, you're dribbling, you don't, you, you don't uh, feel that you're going to have that kind of time. Well, and I think this is the part of the issue, right? This is why I said this is a complex issue with regard to the Nuggets because 
so if you'll recall, a couple of coaches ago, George Carl used to always do that. He used to never call a timeout. He would say, you know what, I always want the defense on their heels, and we, we feel like we can execute uh, you know, in that kind of a situation. But he had a, a veteran team. He had Chauncey Phillips. He had Carmelo Anthony. He had these guys who understood what they were doing a whole lot more and had been through that situation multiple times uh, to be able to execute, execute in that situation. Whereas the Nuggets, even though they are been, they've been actually really good this season in games decided by three points or less, I don't know that they've been in a game that has been, okay, shot at the buzzer time and scramble it out time. And when you have a bunch of young guys in a situation they haven't been through before, you kind of get something like that last night. And uh, so this kind of goes back to your uh, your previous question, which was should they have called a timeout? Now, given the fact that you know that you have a team that that young and hasn't been through that situation, do you then call a timeout to get the ball out at half court, to get a play set up just to make sure that your young team has something that it can run? Um, so it, it's just there's a lot of moving parts of this one, and just uh, that's just the way it turned out last night. Uh, no Mason Plumley uh, on this game, and, and it could be uh, quite some time. If anyone's ever suffered a uh, calf strain or any strain, uh, you just never know with these things. I know Mason left the game on crutches last night. If 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 I were to be a, a wannabe doctor, it could be a couple weeks. It could be all-star break before Mason returns. How much will they miss without having him in the lineup defensively? Uh, I think it's a really big deal. And when you look at last night, he had such a great game last night. And I think on both ends of the court, but particularly defensively uh, in guarding his own man and hedging out on, on, on pick and roll, in guarding the rim, uh, in being physical underneath. I mean, you know, what happened last night was the Nuggets had to meet Boston's physical tone. And the guy who started that, was was Mason Plumley and then mm-hmm. Nicole Jokic. And so uh, I just think it's a big deal for a team that's really trying to get its defensive feet under them, uh, really trying to get a, a you know be more consistent on that uh, end of the uh, end of the court. And, you, and one of your best defensive players is now removed from the equation, uh, and it's not like Paul Millsap is coming back anytime soon. So you don't have another plug in there that is going to um, you know. Uh, to be comparable. So the Nuggets will have to have to get that figured out, and, and Mason Plumlee uh, will be definitely a big loss on that end. Well, you know what I'm thinking right now, Dam. So you're at that point where you're, you're short some big guys. You certainly lose your best defensive big guy. You're going to have to resort to what, what you did last year. You're going to have to outscore teams in the time being. I mean, you got San Antonio tonight, never easy to outscore a San Antonio team that uh, brings that uh, boa constrictor grip. But when you play OKC and Golden State, Man, just let the offense go. That might be your only chance at this point. Well, and they have the offense to be able to do that. And so, you know, it, it's, you know, I, I think they still have to figure something out on that end and just to, to be as solid as they can. But uh, I, I think the other thing that they learned in that game last night, Vic, is, uh, you know, even in the face of a defense that is, um, you know, very stifling and, uh, you know, Boston brings that absolutely just alluded to San Antonio. Uh, that's the number two defense in the NBA, so they're they're going to in for this all over again. But uh, for the Nuggets to be persistent in their in terms of their ball movement, in terms of their uh, body movement, because uh, you know these defenses, what they're banking on is that they're going to be so have you so wrapped up that then they suck your will out to be able to to want to move, to want to cut, to want to keep on doing those things. You get a lot of stagnant possessions, which then 
makes the defense look even better. And so what you have to do is just continue to be persistent, even in the face of bump, bumping on the cuts, um, holding when you're trying to get to places on the court. You must keep it moving and then keep the ball moving from side to side uh, to get that defense really um, spread out in a way that they don't want to be. And so the Nuggets are going to have to get to that and just live in that space uh, all the time and not let a defense kind of dictate to them what they're going to be able to do. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this, this, they're going to have to lean on their offense. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, but still, in all, I, I think you'll see uh, Coach Michael Malone uh, really uh, continue to harp on defense being being an important thing. And if they can get as many stops as possible uh, within this new configuration, that certainly obviously will help. Uh, last one, Damps. Let's be blunt here. The Western Conference, now, the way things are falling, uh, falling it, 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 come on. The Nuggets are pretty much, they're assured a playoff spot, barring some crazy collapse at this point. The Clippers have surrendered. They've thrown up the white flag. They're trading everybody. Um, DeMarcus Cousins is gone from New Orleans, so you figure they're going to fall back to earth a little bit. I mean, this has to look good for the Nuggets moving forward unless they have another another big injury, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a, picture that. It's a kind of a new Western Conference. We really haven't seen this before in the West where it looks like things are shaking out in the Nuggets' favor uh, in terms of a playoff spot and, and certainly not the depth that this conference used to. I mean, you used to look at this conference and it would be 10, 11 teams deep uh, that all had legit shots at getting to the playoffs, and it is nowhere near that way anymore. Uh, and so, you know, for the Nuggets, it's just stay the course. And obviously, you know, in this little stretch, it's a very tough stretch. You're playing something like five or six of the top uh, eight, uh, eight or nine teams in the NBA here um, heading into February uh, coming up. So, um, you know, it's not going to be easy. And there obviously are uh, a lot of, you know, uh, kind of potholes in the way, a lot of places for them to trip up and find themselves in a situation they don't want to be in. So, but I, I, I just think for them, I think you're right. I think the conference is helping play a couple of teams into the playoffs. I think the Nuggets are one of them. Uh, and so they're just going to have to continue to focus on being just being an improving basketball team. Uh, so then by the time April rolls around, they're ready to really hit the playoffs uh, running. You're, you're going to be in uh, San Antonio tonight. Um, next week, you know, we're going to have trips to different cities around uh, the Western Conference. Something tells me that when the uh, Spurs score, you will know when the Spurs score in that stadium, in that arena. Tell me how you felt, Demps. And I'll leave you with this. Be honest. As a Colorado native, you grew up here. You went to Nuggets games as a kid. Take your journalism hat off for a second. How did you feel in the fourth quarter when the Celtics scored a bucket and the roar of the crowd encompassed the Pepsi Center? I mean, you couldn't tell the difference between a Celtics bucket and a Nuggets bucket. How did that make you feel last night? Right. So, you know, it's interesting. So just to answer your, uh, your question in a word, it's disappointing. But... um just because you would uh, like that arena to be all Nuggets fans, but it's I guess even yeah, I, I guess though you know what I, it's happened. I've covered the Nuggets for so many years. I've seen that scenario multiple times, and so I guess maybe I'm even just numb to it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, Lakers fans doing that, Chicago Bulls fans coming in and taking over, and certainly Celtics fans every year. Every every year that game uh, is full of Celtics fans. And then and then and then Vic, I can take this all the way back. I, I come from a scenario going to University of Colorado where Kansas basketball fans mm-hmm. took over the Tours Event Center. So I've seen this thing over and over and over and over again. But it, it is disappointing for sure. Um the only I, I can't see any uh, way that, that changes though in the future unless Nuggets get really good, Nuggets fans actually show up. Uh do not 
allow a bunch of Austin Celtics fans to to get those tickets um, and and then pack the place with Nuggets fans. Yeah, um, it's but, bigger than sports. See, you're talking. Yeah. To, it's bigger. It's civic pride. It's community. It's it's sure. a sociological issue, in my opinion. In my, sure. it's bigger than sports. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I think it's all of those things. It's just it's Boston pride in general. And so their team is in town. The team that's in town for them to yeah. be able to show that is the Celtics. Yeah. I mean, that's their sense of community. I mean, I was at the game last night. I was talking to Boston fans. Good people. Great people. All of them, hey, yeah, you know, we're all from, they're talking about where they're from in the city. I get it. I get it. You know, those attachments never go away. But at some mm-hmm. point, if somebody just texted me, I think it's almost a sign of respect. You could be a fan, but don't flaunt it in the new city you've adopted. You know, I think yeah, it's no. the flaunting that bothers me more than anything. You live here now. This is yeah, our no. home. Yeah, no, I, I agree, but you know that that's that's not how it goes. <laughs> that's just not how it goes. And honestly, uh, Vic, especially with regards to Lakers fans, like you see that almost they're a lot of places. Yeah, like they're, they're the Lakers worst. fans are everywhere. They're they the worst. See them take over arenas that you didn't think they could take over. So yeah. it, it just it, that is just it's a it's a perfect world. It's not the way it works. You just need Nuggets fans to really step up on on games like Lakers, Celtics, Bulls, Spurs. Uh, those fans show up in, in big drills as well. Dempsey, you're the man. We'll see you tonight on Altitude TV, my friend. All right. Thank you. Take care. That is Chris Dempsey on the road with the Nuggets. They're in San Antonio tonight. Second game of a back-to-back. Certainly no favors from the NBA schedule maker. But it's a rough week for the Nugs. A very rough week, which is why last night's loss. Whew, God, that would have been nice to have that one under the belt, huh? When we come back, Jeff Legwald in 930. Trivia time at 9.15. We're giving away more tickets. Marty O in the bullpen getting ready for his morning sugar fix. That's next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950 is the home of the Denver Nuggets. That's why we bring you the number one source for Nuggets analysis. Adam Mates from DenverStiffs.com. You know, we always overreact to one game, and sometimes we overreact to one week. You know, if a team has a bad week, we think the sky's falling. The Nuggets are in the rough part of their, their season. They're in a lull. But they haven't been fragmented, and I think this is a pretty close-knit group. Get the latest Nuggets insight from Adam Mates this afternoon with Kreckman and Harris exclusively on Altitude 950. Are you looking Looking for a new career? Well, with today's fast-paced world, content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate, making media careers in very high demand. And the Colorado Media School is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for TV and radio personalities, sports broadcasting, audio and video editing, online and social media content, and so much more. If you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone, then you got to check out the Colorado Media School right now. They'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about. Get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months. Hey, if you start now, you have a chance to get that media career in this year. And at the Colorado Media School, you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify give you all the reason to call right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. January. Is Radon Action Month. Ace Radon reminds you to take action. Have your home tested by the Radon experts. Ace Radon. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. Radon is the least known and most deadly of all indoor air pollutants, and it's preventable. According to the EPA, every 25 minutes someone dies from radon related lung cancer. Radon testing and mitigation is highly specialized 
and it's all we do at Ace Radon. Trust over 30 years of experience. Race to Ace to find out if you're being exposed to radon. Testing is easy and the fix is affordable with Ace Radon. Mention this ad for a $50 radon inspection. If your radon is high, Ace is offering discounts and payment options on new radon systems. January is Radon Action Month. Take action. Have your home tested for dangerous radon levels. Race to aceradon.com. Trial lawyer Chad Hemmett from Anderson Hemmett Law Firm. Well, there's pretty much two things I won't make a commercial about, making light of anybody's injuries. And I'm not going to make a commercial about a type of injury or a scenario that didn't happen. Every commercial I've ever made in all of these years has always been either one or multiple examples of something that actually happened where I represented folks and, and changed their life. If you've been injured in an accident, contact the personal injury team at Anderson Hemmett. Online at AndersonHemmett.com. Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center 104th is Colorado's first choice. With over 1,000 vehicles to choose from, we have some amazing deals during our Start Something New event. Like buy a 2017 Ram 1500 Bighorn for just $31,499. It's how we say thanks for making us Colorado's number one volume dealer yet again. Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center. RamDenver.com. Driven by you. Stock 4430, MSP 48930. No down payment. Rebates include 4250 Denver, BC retail cash. 2500 returning leasing. 1500 Denver owner loyalty. 3250 bonus cash. 500 Chrysler capital bonus on approved credit. Price includes 599 dealer handy fee. Plus tax title license. Offer ends 13118. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. All of our highways getting back to normal. This traffic report being brought to you by Unbound.org. We're still catching some delays leaving the Tech Center, northbound I-25, Arapaho getting up past Yale, and southbound I-25. Heavy stop and go between downtown and the Tech Center. Seeing those same kind of speeds, southbound 225 yet from Parker Road down towards that Tech Center merge and busy westbound I-70 from Havana over to York. But everywhere else, we're getting back to normal here. A boy from Kenya dreams of finishing his education in Elder Longs for community in Guatemala. A mother worries about her children's future in India. Help them write a new story at unbound.org. I'm Aaron O'Neill with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I know you live for that shot. Yeah. You, you want that shot. What was the call from the huddle after you break the huddle and you knew that you'd get the last shot at it? Coach uh, said no timeout. I didn't. I mean, I didn't know I would get the ball. It was, uh, they missed. We got the rebound. I had to be close to it. Trey got it to me. Tried to push it up fast. So I couldn't get a shot off. Just came up short. That was Will Barton after the game last night. And, um, again, I, I want to make sure people understand the play wasn't designed necessarily to go to Will Barton. All right, the play was designed to not call a timeout, to get up the court as fast as they possibly could, not to allow the Celtics to set up a defense. It just ended up in Will Barton's hands. If I got a chance to do it all over again, in hindsight, I call a timeout and I design a play for Jamal Murray. I give Jamal Murray as many reps as I possibly can, as long as we're in the learning stage, guys, because everybody talks about it's a learning experiment. We're learning, we're learning, everything's an experience. Why not let him learn? I'm with you. I'm the guy that wanted him to play last year over Jameer Nelson. So you're you're preaching in the choir on that one. I 100% agree with you. It should have been a timeout. The ball goes through Jokic, and it gets hopefully to Murray. That's what well, I'm going this whole this whole notion about, and this is why months ago I told you guys, um, everybody's propping Jokic as the best player on the team. And I get it. He's the most skilled, most talented. But your best player, if it is Jokic, why is he never, ever involved in the last shot? I'm with you. Think I, about that. I agree with you. It, Think it, about it. At, at one point, have they ever designed a, a final shot for Nikola Jokic? 
Well, we've debated on this show who the best player is, right? And, and or the most important player, most indispensable player. And we've gone round and round with Gary Harris and, and Jokic and Murray. Have we ever said it's Will Barton? But we, I came up at the top of my head at the beginning of the show three games where he's had the ball in his hands at the end. Like I, it's just odd to me. It's not. I'm not trying to bash Will Barton. I'm me just saying because it, you know, give Will Barton credit for at least having the Colones to want the ball. I agree with okay? you. Like he wound up with the basketball in his hands last night at the end of the game for a reason. He was the guy who wanted the ball. But what other team? What other playoff team? What other contending team? Can you come up with? Off the top of your head, three examples where a guy who's maybe fourth or fifth on the roster in terms of best player has the ball in their, his hands and nobody else touches it in the last five seconds of a game for a game-winning shot. Hey, James, if Nikola Jokic is your best player, he wasn't even on the floor in the mm-hmm. final seconds. Now there you go. With Mason Plumley out of the game with an injury, He wasn't correct? even on the floor in the closing seconds of the game. It just is odd. I, and you know what? And, and I tend to be a guy like, well... Okay, I'll make a decision based on which result, which bad result could I live with, which maybe just says something about how I'm wired. But I'm looking at that game. If you call a timeout and you lose because Jokic missed a shot or Murray missed a shot, can you live with that more than the way it went down last night? I can. Of course. I can as well. Same end result, right? No doubt. Same end result, but I can live with that. It's no different than if you're a Bulls fan in the 90s and Jordan misses it. You want to know the real reason? You want to know the real reason why? Where's Jamal Murray going to play next year? Where's he going to be for the next few years? Denver. When's Will Barton's contract up? Soon. Soon as the season ends. How the hell do I know where he's going to play? He's probably going to get a big contract to go elsewhere because the Nuggets can't pay everybody, and they got some big, they got some guys coming up. They're going to have to give big money. So why in the hell then wouldn't you groom your own guys? I'm with you, but why in the hell wouldn't you groom Jamal Murray? Last year we had the same conversation. Where was Jameer Nelson going to be this year? Where was we kept talking about 2020 when the Nuggets are a contender? Is Jameer Nelson going to be here? We all said no. So I'm like, well, then why aren't you giving minutes to the guy who's going to be here? It's the exact same argument. For those who want the Boston angle, we'll provide in the uh, Bill Simmons podcast later on. Uh, half of the fans were there for Boston, so I'm, I'm sure that we're boring the hell out of you right now. My apologies. I'll read a couple texts, personal texts. from This one's from Josh Dover. Boston fans started yelling, Yankees suck, when I was walking up to the Land Rover Club to do my show. I wanted to throat punch all of them. I think the abyss was when Celtics fans, midway through the third quarter, started chanting, let's go Celtics. That's when I stood up, and it stopped. Uh, another personal text. Nothing shows more Boston pride than moving out of Boston to Denver. Great Boston pride there. Can you just can you just give us your personal text line? Because if, if we're going to read those, uh, yeah, I, I can just give it out on air if you want. Why don't you read some of the texts we got on the Power Five? I mean, you work the Power Five, please. What is it again? Uh, let's see. It is the place you snuck into. You weren't supposed to be. Nine two eight six says I lived in the dorm at an all girl Catholic college for a semester. What? Interesting. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He lived in an all girl dorm at a Catholic college for a semester. Yeah. That, that's. I had a friend Tip of in mine. The cap, sir. I had a friend of mine in college <laughs> who did not even go to Notre Dame. He went to Holy Cross, which was like the feeder school, right? That's where Rudy and went. He, yeah, and he ate lunch, dinner, breakfast with us. He, he ate with us in the dormitories in Notre Dame. And and I told him, Skip, I said, how are you eating here? And he pulls out. He had one of those 
He won one of those uh, cafeteria worker hats. He just came in the side door, <laughs> posing as a cafeteria worker. Showed up to eat for free every day an entire semester. Vic, we'll do, we'll do sugar fix at nine. We'll get to a few more of these here. Four three four four says my friends and I used to sneak into weddings at the Inverness Hotel to pick up girls. Don't you totally think it's if you just act like you're supposed to be there 95% of the time, nobody's going to say anything? I told you at a sporting event, if you wear a suit, you're in. Yeah. Uh, if you wear a suit, trust me, you're in. I doubt Sam wore a suit for this. He says, in high school, my girlfriend and I used to sneak out of class and into the theater room and make out backstage. All right. Nothing wrong with that. Good for you, Sam. Uh, D from Mississippi says, my uncle snuck me into a strip club at the age of 16. He is my favorite uncle. <laughs> Everybody has a favorite un- uncle for that reason. I'm not sure 16 is appropriate. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I once snuck into a Calvin Harris show at the Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. There was at least a 30-minute line to get in. Yeah, sneak into concert guy. That's always kind of a tough one. you got to be like a groupie, right? Calvin Harris, is he one of those DJs? Yeah. Like, was he was he dating Taylor Swift? So, But a DJ. A DJ. He just mixes other people's music? Some of them are really good at it. Okay. Uh, let's see here. This Watch is another. There's a great documentary on HBO. <laughs> Here's another Vegas one for you, Manchester. 6517. I was in Vegas trying to get into a club. I had no money, so I snuck in by going under a curtain and over a barricade. I tripped and stumbled onto the dance floor. Immediately, a bouncer grabbed my arm and said, man, you could have gotten in here for free and kicked my ass out. <laughs> Speaking of bouncers, let me read this one. This is from Chris. There's this humongous blank bartender upstairs at Brooklyn's, right by Pepsi Center. Every single Sunday, he wears a T-shirt of the Broncos' opponents because he always cheers, quote, for the local teams to lose. Can we at least all agree that this guy is the worst ever? Yes. Yes, we can. You're a bouncer working in a Denver bar, always wearing the opposing team's T-shirt. Was he a bouncer or a bartender? Seems to me he's a bouncer. I, I feel just, like we're in the hangover. It was a bartender. That's just being a jerk, not right? A like, or whatever. I, I'm not advocating rooting against the local teams. I just am saying I'm fine with you keeping your old allegiance. That's all I've said. Right, that, that's just a rebel guy, right? Hey, yeah. Check me out. That's just defiant guy. That's like an old school troll, right? Like you know, that's you know, a that troll is, before I, the I internet. Think the, the worst of the worst, and I've said this on this show so many times, people are sick of hearing it. The worst of the worst. And if you're listening to me, I'm pointing directly at you, Denver native turned Raider fan. You know who you are. You know exactly who you are. The black sheep of the family. Uh The rebel. I'm going to be a Raiders fan. Even though I grew up in Denver. And the rest of my family roots for the Broncos. I'm going to root for the Raiders. (laughs) Why? Because you want to be a rebel. You just want to be difficult. Vic, this is a good one. You want to be a rebel. Jennifer chimed in that she's uh snuck into Sanford Stadium in Athens. That's the famous one in Georgia. Uh-huh. Ran the field and grabbed a souvenir off the hedges. You know, always between the yeah. hedges. That's yeah. pretty cool. That is good. Um, God, there's a couple I just can't read because they're criminal acts. And uh, mm, Aren't these all kind be. of criminal to some extent? Yeah, but a couple yeah. of these could go to court. Misdemeanor. Fine. Felony. Right. We'll try not to throw anyone under the bus. Mario's waiting patiently, Vic. Plus, we've got trivia coming up at 9.15. And Jeff Legwald at 9.30. you got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's Altitude 9.50. Altitude 9.50, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets are in San Antonio to take on the Spurs. Tip-offs at 6.30 with the pregame show getting away at 6.05. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. 
KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Avalanche, home of the Nuggets, Denver's all sports station, Altitude 950. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high, sugar high, sugar hit high, sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Sugar slam. Shake that. See, Marty, oh, I consider you a child. My my child. You're a member of my family. So here you are. You are a transplant from the Chicago area, and you have adopted the hometown teams. You go to Nuggets games. You, you root for the Nuggets. You don't wear your, your Cubs gear around me because you know it will anger me. I'm proud of you, Marty. That means a lot to me, Pops. Thank I, you. I just think Marty was a crappy Chicago fan. He bailed on be. his team. Wow. Wow. It may be, but I tell you, when... When Crackman shows up with that Cubs hat, how bad do you want to slap him? Well, yeah, but that's mainly because it's Crackman. How punchable is his face when he shows up with that Cubs hat? Extremely. If you had to rank punchable faces on on this station, Vic, where would you start? God, great it, question. That's a that's a tremendous question. I think I'd have to go straight to James first. <laughs> I thought you'd go Moser that. one, that's but yeah, I, no, Moser agrees with me on this. Moser and I are on the. I mean, trust me, when you listen to Moser this afternoon, you might as well just repeat this show. He is in total agreement with me on this on this subject matter. Anyway, go on, Marty. All right, so we I kind of like the uh, the birthdays with the clues, so we're gonna we're gonna stick with that today. See how this this goes. So uh, this guy turns forty three today. He was born in the UK. He gained over 100 pounds to play Batman in the Dark Knight. Oh, Christopher Nolan. No. No, he was that dude that played uh, the serial killer as well. Uh, the guy, the weird Christian team. Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah, that, yeah, that dude. Did Christopher Nolan direct that movie or something? Yeah, he's not. A, yeah, what was the he's movie he played the serial killer? It was his best work. Oh, gosh. I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of it. You know what? I'll... I'll that was that. a tremendous movie. His role there, hey, that, that's when he arrived. Okay, this gentleman turns 37 today. He hosted a show on MTV in 2005 called Yo Mama. His breakout role was the foreign exchange student on That 70s Show. Ashton Kutcher. Oh, boy. Or he hosted Punk. Yeah, okay. It's, it's Wilmer Valdemara. Yeah, Valderrama. Valderrama. Well, at least yeah. I'm guessing today. The Ashton Kutcher, are, are the foreign exchange student. Why, why, why do I care that it's Wilmer Valderrama's birthday? I'm with you. And I I'm, just wanted to toss in the Yo Mama show. By the oh, okay. way, I'm efforting Christian Bale's movie. He was in The Fighter. Oh, American Psycho. American, American Psycho is what it is. Okay. That's the one. All right, this gentleman turned 67 today. He performed the halftime show of the Super Bowl 34 in 2000 and was part of the band Genesis before going Phil solo. Phil Collins. Yes, Phil Collins. There you yeah. go. He was the drummer originally, wasn't he? That's I don't know who was in Genesis. That is correct. Yeah. Okay. In the air tonight, though, man. Oh. Is there a better song to get you prepped for Nope. the battlefield? When the drums come on? Yeah, that's great. So good. You know what movie that was in? The Hangover. Hangover. No. Well, yeah, Mike back Tyson the... punched the hell out no, of him. No, no, no. Back in the day, when did it? When was it originally oh, in a movie? Yeah, that was on the train scene in Risky Business. There you go. Exactly. Rebecca De Mornay. Mm-hmm. All right, 1973, the band Kiss performs live for the first time. You guys ever seen Kiss live? Uh, not a Kiss fan. That's a just a terrible band. Not a Kiss guy. No. I like a couple of their songs. I mean, uh, they, no, you don't. What song? They, they performed at Super Bowl Thirty. Kiss did. Yes. Kiss was at Super Bowl Thirty. Yes. They were there. <sighs> the fire and all. They were there. I remember that, that was the game in Phoenix. That was 
I'm Dallas sorry. and uh, wait, you know how, you, you know you know how I am with my numbers. The, the the Super Bowl 32 that the Broncos beat the Packers. They were they were at that Super Bowl. They were at that Super Bowl. No. If you were at up. that game, please help me out with this. Was Kiss not at the game? I believe it was Boys to Men that did the halftime show there. Yeah, but the, uh, somebody did pregame, with, with and I believe it Kiss. was Kiss. I'm I'm just not a Kiss guy. All the makeup and all that nonsense. All right, go on. All right, 1975, Erno Rubix files patent for his magic cube invention. I'm going to go out on a limb and say James is a Rubik's Cube guy. <laughs> I am not. I don't know why you would think oh. that. <laughs> My little neighbor kid here, Mark, who's, I think, uh, 12, but when he was 7, he flashed a Rubik's Cube in front of us and said, watch this. And a few seconds later, it was solved. It was unbelievable. Yeah, see, I don't have, I don't think abstractly like that. Like the how the mind doesn't work. My mind doesn't work that way. I can't. You're a I can't numbers do guy. It. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the pregame show. Uh, let's see. Jewel sang the national anthem. Uh, the Fifth Dimensions. Lee Greenwood. The Beach Boys. The halftime show. We'll was, do the next Super Bowl. Do the uh, one that was Boys in Miami. Man. Okay. What's the one in Miami? I saw them at one of these damn Broncos <laughs> Super Bowls. Speaking of Jewel, she has some hot jams. Sneaky. Whatever happened to Jewel? Just plays hot jams. All right, in 2000, the Mets announced that Garth Brooks would join uh, join the team for spring training. It's not the only time they've uh, gotten somebody else from a different profession on their spring training squad. Yep, I remember that. Ooh. Garth Brooks was down there. Yeah, or is that a Tim Tebow jam? Yeah, he made a is joke that, at uh, Tebow. Manchester's not going to like that. Tebow can play. No, he, he can't. can't. It's <laughs> like 220. Okay. Could Garth Brooks you, play? Could Garth Brooks hit 220? I could hit 220. No, you couldn't. You couldn't. You couldn't put a bat on the ball. Yeah. In an actual Have game. Have you seen me play softball? You couldn't put a bat I've, on the ball. The, I've seen the, you attempt a basketball shot. The That's way, all I need to see. The to way people just flippantly degrade Tim Tebow, the guy's actually a pretty decent baseball player. He is. To just show up and be able to play like that, he's pretty decent. Nah, he's I took a spot from someone who was well Oh, deserved. yeah, because there's so many guys who just, if they'd have got that last spot on the single-A team, they would have been bound for Cooperstown. I heard Garth Brooks might be making a comeback. He might he, want on a squad, too. He's a hell of a lot better baseball player than Michael Jordan was. Way better. Way better. All right, also this day in 2000, one of the best Super Bowl endings of all time happened. Let's take a listen. From the 10, probably the final play of the game. It is caught by Dyson. Can he get in? No, he cannot. Mike Jones made the tackle, and the Rams have won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl uh, 33 pregame show was narrated by Tori Spelling. It included a performance by Kiss. So which Super Bowl was this? 33. Okay, that was the one in Miami. Correct. Well, which one did we just hear, though? Super Bowl... That was Super Bowl 34. So that was the Titans come up one yard short, Kevin Dyson. Correct. All right. We're uh, really diving into Super Bowl history and the sugar fix today. It it is Super Bowl week. It is Super Bowl week. We've done three hours, or we've done two and a half hours, and that might be our first Super Bowl mention. All right, and last one here, 1998. Minnesota picks the uh, team name for the Wild. Other names included the Blue Ox, Northern Lights, the White Bears, and the Freeze. You think they got it right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I like do. Blue Ox. The Blue Ox. Yeah, I mean, I hate the Wild now, so I can't imagine hating the Freeze. The Freeze you know? is terrible. Yeah. The, the White Minnesota Bears. Northern Lights. They're just the Minnesota Bears. What would have been wrong with that? Yeah. That would have been well, fine. They should have stuck with the Minnesota North Stars. Yes. Which is the original. It's but what nickname. ifs? 
All right, boys, that's all. That's it for me. It's your sugar fix? That's my sugar fix. All right. Thanks, well, Marty. Vic, uh, so we've got three questions to glory, but that we still got a few minutes till we get to that. Uh, uh, is there any ground rules you need to set, or Manchester, you got something? Well, I got something I want to bring up. This whole Akib Talib thing, right? Mm. Now, here's the spin coming out of the Dove Valley crowd. We're, and this is Nikki Jabal, and I'm not picking on her because we've heard it from a lot of them. Regarding the Broncos' willingness to part with the Keeb to leave, money is part of it, but it also shows you how highly they think of Bradley Roby. That's just balderdash. Because all we've heard for the past three years is you have to have three corners. Bradley Roby's really a starter. You're in nickel all the time. Okay, so now who's your nickel guy? Who's your third corner? Don't tell me that this is because, oh, well, they need to get Bradley Roby on the field more. He's on the field all the time. He plays basically a starter anyway. Yeah. So you I, can't, I don't buy that either. I mean, you, listen, you play your best crap. players. I don't care if you have nine corners. I, I don't care. So it, it's it's a money move to to open up the pocketbooks to go get a quarterback. It's okay. Just say what it is. Right. Exactly. Just say what it is. Here's why the Nuggets. Are, here's why the Broncos are moving on from Akeem to leave. Listen to me closely. They're trying to generate funds to get a free agent quarterback. End of story. Which is, Stop there. is the truth, and it's fine with that, and if people can't handle that, then so be it. But don't tell me it's because Bradley Roby has gotten so much better. I mean, that's just that's just not true. It's just not. He's on the field all the time anyway. If they get rid of Aqib Tlaib, how many more snaps per game will Bradley Roby play than he did this past year? How many? I like this text that just came through. Vic, I've lived in Denver for 18 years. Married a girl from North Denver. Happens eventually. Wore Rockies gear at Coors to Rockies Mets last year. Had on a Bronco Blue when the Giants came to town. You change slowly over time. Plus, it's safe here. People are nice here. Remember when Mets fans threw batteries at John Rocker? That never happens here. People here have class. And maybe that's part of the problem. We're too nice. Well, I We're think... We're too nice. That's... As I asked James Palmer... He would not allow his wife to show up at an Eagles game with a Broncos jersey. Would not allow it. His father wouldn't allow it. They'd be in danger. We're too nice. So I was in L.A. when the Raiders were playing in Los Angeles, wearing my Ricky Nateel jersey. My brother was in his Vance jersey. And the security guard came up to my dad in the third quarter and said, you should probably get your kids out of here. (laughs) That's the type of city you want to live in? There's good and bad. There's good and bad. We're so nice. Last night, we probably had Denver Nuggets fans buying food and drinks for Celtics fans. Okay. That's how nice we are. And I hate to take a right turn here, but I have to. Have you seen this text exchange that's going on on our phones right now where Mark Mosier can't understand why Tory Spelling was involved with anything Super Bowl related? And did you see our... Friend HW's response to that? He doesn't know who she is. Who is Tori Spelling? He doesn't know who Tori Spelling is? Tori Spelling was Kim Kardashian before Kim Kardashian. I mean, I've Googled exactly. her now. I mean, yeah, nothing special here. 90210? She is the, the daughter of nothing a famous special. movie producer, uh, show producer. Aaron Spelling. Aaron Spelling. And she, who, he was, who produced that show. She was yes. on that show because she her was dad produced it. She was into that role, basically, because she, she was the daughter of the producer. She was Donna Martin. Oh, that's that thing nepotism I learned about the other day that you guys talked <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, that's that big nepotism yeah. word. I'm, I just Googled Tori Spelling 1990, and I, I guess I can see it. But okay, Tori Jesse, Spelling stop it. I'm trying to remain focused here. a lot here for me. 
Now Jesse's just sending me photos, and now, now I'm blocked. You better go to break. I'm done. Three zero three seven five three zero nine fifty. Nuggets and Thunder tickets on the line next. Three questions to Glory. Got to get three right. We'll send you to the game Thursday night. When did she night. go brunette? I don't know, but that's a solid decision. Is this a recent photo, Jesse? I'm not sure. I just Googled it. She wasn't only on that show because she was on Aaron Spelling's daughter. This is not the same woman. Oh yes, it God. is. No way. Wait till yes. the KSC uh, computer types get at Jesse Trujillo this afternoon. Yeesh. You got the Vic Lombardi show, I think, on Altitude 950. been your morning sugar fix brought to you by lamar's donuts going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories you need to sell that house don't you yeah it's past the first of the year now it's time and you need an agent that specializes in homes in your neighborhood a guy who's from here Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call with the following offer. He will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing these homes, and that is the key. Recently, he sold a home for ten grand more than what the owner thought it was worth, so give him a call today. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. Troy Hansford, 720-600-6244. That's 720-600-6244. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Craigman and Harris. Coming up Tuesday, Craigman and Harris. We will recap the Nuggets and the Celtics with our Nuggets insider, Adam Mares of DenverStiff.com. Plus, we'll talk to Robert Klemko of Monday Morning Quarterback. We'll ask him everything we want to know about Tom Brady's gloves and hat and what else to know for the big game. And, of course, we will lead you up to the mightiest franchise in Denver at the moment. Yes, that's right. The Avs are back on the ice. Nice qualifier with at the moment. They're in Vancouver. We'll get you ready. Crackman and Harris, Altitude 950. Every Weekday afternoon, 3 to 6. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney, and more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or FleshLawFirm.com. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. The National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in the, that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the 
opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was to serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Are you looking for a new career? Well, with today's fast-paced world, content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate, making media careers in very high demand. And the Colorado Media School is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for TV and radio personalities, sports broadcasting, audio and video editing, online and social media content, and so much more. If you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone, then you got to check out the Colorado Media School right now. They'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about. Get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months. Hey, if you start now, you have a chance to get that media career in this year. And at the Colorado Media School, you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify give you all the reason to call right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You come from 20 down. How did you get back into the game? We turned up our defense. Uh, we picked the pace up on offensive end, uh, too. We uh, used our stops to, to push and uh, score easily. Trey Lyles after the game last night. From the text line, two one zero seven. Seriously, Dr. Dick. If we tone down the nice factor, I bet the traffic on I-25 gets better. Is that like a tongue-in-cheek type text? I'm not supposed to take that differently. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Huh. We are, we are too nice. And you know what? I I saw this happen at Broncos games. Uh, it, it was once the Rockies came to town, because going to a baseball game is a much different sort of tone. Mm-hmm. And I found going to Bronco games once the Rockies were here, people would turn around and give me dirty looks when I would yell. That's because you're wearing your fancy black shorts. Hey, let me ask you a serious question. If you're at the Nuggets game last night and you're not there representing the station, right? I'm working, so I can't be yelling at people. But if you're there as a fan and all of a sudden a group of Celtics fans around you starts chanting, let's go Celtics, that chant emerged last night in the third quarter. How do you, as a Denver resident, react to that? I heckle them. What do you, what do you do? How? How do you do it? What do you I say? I start yelling stuff. I don't know. Whatever, whatever hit me at the time. But yeah, I'd, I'd be on them. I'd be on their case. No okay. doubt. Uh, HW, how would you respond to that? Uh, I would respond that there's now Twitter beef between you and Nate Crackman. So I've been reading that. Sorry. Oh, I don't care. How, how would Jesse, Jesse, you're a Denver guy. If somebody around you at the game started chanting, let's go Celtics, how would you respond? Oh, I give him a dirty look. A dirty look. A dirty look, yes. That's all? What, do you really want to be fight the guy? Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of with Jesse here. You wouldn't say anything? I mean, I guess me and Manchester are the only two guys that would say, I would say, shut the hell up. Yeah, no, That's I would, what I would say. I would, you know what I would yeah. do? I would turn to him and say, shut the hell up, you're in Denver. Jack wagon. But you can, do, you don't have to be threatening. Like, I had a lot of fun 
in New York at the Jets game when they played the Broncos. I'm rooting for the Broncos, and they're giving it to me, and I'm giving it back to them. And then after the game, everybody shakes hands and like, hey, you know, safe travels home or whatever. Like you can do it in a in a semi cordial way. But they weren't letting me just cheer for the Broncos without saying something to me, and I was fine with that. Uh, are we giving away tickets? Uh, we can, 303-753-0950 if you want to get on the no. lines now. No. no, no, okay. I don't want to give away tickets today. I'm, nope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. You want to play some records here, or what do you want to do? Undeserving of tickets. I'm, we're not giving them away today. We're going to give away tickets to the Power 5 winner, and that's it. No. I'm sorry. I mean, listen, if you want to know why we're not giving away tickets, blame the Celtics fans who invaded Pepsi Center last night. Yeah. Blame your neighbors. Come on now. You're going to you're gonna punish Nuggets fans yes. for this? I'm going to yeah. punish all of this. This is how it works in the Army. Mm. Okay. We'll just tell the people calling right now that sorry. Nope. Maybe sorry. A different day. Hang up on them. Just so say, you're... listen, listen, until this ends, until this ends, this scourge, we're not giving away tickets. So you're Miss Jenkins, my third grade teacher, who made the entire class stay after school Damn every right. single day because one kid was bad. Damn right. Uh, you know, I snuck out of that class. Uh, speaking of sneaking in and out, Cooper on the text line says, Hey, Victor, I once snuck onto the Denver Country Club golf course at night, played three holes. That's good. That is good. Jenny Kavnar's uh, got your back, by the way. I know she does. Postal Brian, I heard the chant on TV from the game last night. When you can hear the chant via the television, that's embarrassing. I was embarrassed. That's the best way to describe it. That was the word I want to use. In the third quarter, when that chant emerged from the upper deck and then it went to the lower bowl, I was embarrassed. So you'd rather live in Cleveland where nobody wants to move there and root for their old team. That that would be better why, to you. Why would I live, in, De- why, I live you don't, in Denver? You don't like living in a city where everybody wants to move here. I was embarrassed to be a Denver sports fan when I heard the opposing team chant. That's, I was embarrassed. It's like people who strike the genetic lottery. We struck the geographic lottery. We were We were born here. We get to live here. This is great. Now everybody else wants to move here. I don't take offense to that. I'm just, I feel fortunate. I feel lucky. I thank my parents for making the decision to live here. Why can't we just be that way? I'm thankful. Why do we have to say, oh, we don't want all these people here? Really? You want to live in a place where nobody wants to move there? I want people here. Me too. I never said I didn't want people. I love growth. I love it. Well, you gripe about the traffic. Sure. You gripe about them rooting for their teams. Could we have done a better job? Could we have done a, a better job preparing for the massive growth? Of course. Well, but that's blame that on Richard Lamb. Blame that on Roy Romer. Blame that on the people who didn't have any foresight. Don't blame it on the people who come here and still root for their teams. This is a, this is a Roy Romer problem. That's what I, we've decided. You just told me. Oh, hold on a second. You just told me. <laughs> Do you know who Roy Romer is? No. Of course. He's a former governor. You're asking me or you <laughs> asking, asking for HW. Denver HW? <laughs> no idea. Sorry. Go ahead, Vic. So you just told me that if you were at the game last night as a fan and people started chanting, let's go Celtics. You tell them to hush up. Yes. Right. And, and, and so one side of your mouth is saying that. The other mouth is saying, it's okay. Root for your team. I understand why they do it. They're just not going to do it without getting some grief from me. I went to a... Exactly. A, a, right. And that we're too nice. For those of you at the game last night, if you're in attendance at the game and you heard that chant and you didn't say something or look their way or give a, a discouraging, intimidating look... Shame on you. I agree. You're part of the problem. But you, you, so see, see, you're coming around to my side of the thing. It's not the fans from Boston that are the problem. 
it's the people here who don't go and, and make it uncomfortable for them. Or it's the teams here who don't make it to where, mm-hmm. hey, those tickets are so hard to get that Nuggets fan wouldn't possibly sell it to a Celtics fan or Bronco fan or whatever. whatever. It's I'm not blaming the guy who moved here from Boston who still roots for his team. That's just the fundamental difference between our positions here. I'm blaming local fans. And then I'm saying, hey, you got to make it, it. It's on the teams to make it to where the local fans don't want to give up their tickets. That's my position. This is from Nate Kreckman. Nate, feel free to call the show. When I told, uh, <laughs> maybe I'm he was, maybe right he was going to play three questions to glory. Yeah, and he's just not gonna. Now no one gets tickets anymore. <laughs> no one's winning. T- no one's winning tickets today on the show. Even a Power Five winner? No, I've decided no tickets were given away. You save them for the next show. <laughs> okay, listen tomorrow if you want tickets on the Vic Lombardi I'm show. Sorry, it's just the way it's going to be. Um, I'm exchanging some things with Jenny Kavnar, who's a Colorado native, and Jenny said, listen to the show. She appreciates the fact that somebody finally from the community speaks up. And I said in my tweet to Jenny, I said, thanks, Jenny. Everybody's so damn proud of their cities and teams from which they moved. Well, you moved here for a reason. Show some freaking civic pride. This is your home. So Nate Kretman chimes in now. Well, this take was dead on in 1988. But the world is catered to out-of-town and even global fans today. Every telecast is accessible. Local radio can be streamed. Team news on social media, Internet, you can be a good, informed fan from anywhere. Well, then why are you working local radio, Nate? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude, like, if I moved, what happened this morning? Did like you, did you run out of Fruit Loops or something? What's if, going on? If I moved to Charlotte, I would get Sunday ticket. I would get League Pass. I would get Center Ice. I would get MLB extra innings or whatever it's called, and I would watch all the Denver teams, and I would listen to you and HW every morning. I would. But eventually, would would you not eventually, if you were going to move to Charlotte and eventually raise your family there, move there, like, I'm not sure, is Nate renting here, or is is Nate going to live here long term? (laughs) If Nate's going to live here long term, well, then I expect you to adopt the hometown teams. If you're renting here, Nate, if you're listening, if you're just leasing space here, Go ahead, cheer for your team. Do you, his wife's just, from Broomfield, you're, you're just, I believe. Your go-between. Do you want to read Mosier's latest text? Because it is it is classic Mosier. Classic. Tell me what it is. Oh, I ain't reading it. I'll read it right now. What, what are you afraid of, dude? Why is, why is everybody so scared here? Well, I wanted to play so trivia. Scared. I wanted to play trivia. I don't care. I'll take people on on this. Well, why don't you read Mosier's text then? Uh, It's not just people moving to Denver. It's 15-year-old blank-blank kids from Arvada who's suddenly a Kyrie Irving fan, and his idiot mother buys him a jersey and tickets. <laughs> You're exactly right. You're exact. Mosh, Mosh, I had this conversation with a relative of mine, a family member in the family, who showed up at a game with a Steph Curry jersey. And I said, what are you doing? I called him out so bad. What are you doing? You represent the family. Dude, I had a wall when I was a kid that had every Sports Illustrated Michael Jordan poster, every every Sports Illustrated cover that Jordan was on. I was a I was a Jordan fan. I was a Bulls fan. Yeah, but fan. you're not going to go to a Nuggets Bulls game wearing a Jordan jersey. You're right. You're I not doing it. I went and booed him, which was exactly. odd. I'm a complicated see, person. Do you see I don't the know. difference there? You can be a fan. I love Steph Curry, but you live in Denver. You don't show up with a Curry jersey. You just don't do it. You not, root for your hometown team. Now you it's got, that easy. You got Jim Beneman chiming in. You have struck a nerve in the city of Denver today. Again, 
And Nate, if he wants to use that logic, then all those people that are listening to the show, you're listening to our show for a reason. You have some civic pride. You're a fan of the local teams. You root for the Nuggets. You root for the Rockies. You root for the Broncos. They mean something to you. It's emotional. It means something to you. You're not listening to this show this morning if you're a Celtics fan. You're listening to Bill Bob Simmons, whatever the hell his name is. You're listening to WEEI. You're streaming, as Nate puts it. You're streaming Boston Radio. All power to you. That's why I'm offending all of you. You're not listening to me. I don't care if I offend you. I'm talking to our fans, our people. This is Denver. This is your home. If it's not, get out. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. Pepsi Center is the place to be for Thursday and Friday night home games with Nuggets Night Out. Get one ticket and one beer and sit in the lower level for just 50 bucks. Next Nuggets Night Out is Thursday versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. Go to Nuggets.com or call 303-287-DUNK. Before you watch the big game, join the Altitude 950 running team sponsored by Centura Health at the Super Bowl 5K at Washington Park Sunday, February 4th. Log on to the Altitude Sports running team page and enter to win a pair of red Registrations and a Centura Health Tech Team. Get more info now at altitude950.com. I'm the flu, <coughs> and I'm everywhere this season. <coughs> the flu can be serious or even deadly. You can catch it from anyone, anywhere. Don't tempt fate. It's not too late to get your flu vaccine to protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Hey, Scott Aces here. No more excuses, fellas. It's a new year. It's time to do the things you've been putting off, especially when it comes to taking care of your health. Listen, I got my levels tested at the Low T Center. They make it quick and easy to get your testosterone levels checked with results in about 20 minutes, and it's even covered by most health insurance. Do yourself a favor this year and call them, 303-451-5698. That's 303-451-5698. Or get online at LowTCenter.com. We're all so busy. It's hard to find balance. Every day this month is Valentine's Day at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa. Treat yourself or your loved one to a peaceful retreat. Go to FiveWellbeing.com to receive a $150 gift card for $125. Use promo code LOVE. Try one of their signature spa experiences or have a relaxing massage or facial. Use promo code LOVE through February 28th at FiveWellbeing.com. Tune in tonight on Altitude 2 as your Denver Nuggets hit the road to take on the San Antonio Spurs. Pre-game coverage starts tonight at 5.30 p.m. with tip-off at 6.30 p.m. Check us out on the web at AltitudeSports.com for channel numbers in your area. And don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Nuggets players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Denver Nuggets. First you have the crash, then the doctor's visits, then the pain, medications, limitations, and then comes the fight with the insurance company. How do you get on an even playing field? Use the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. 
I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. For over 25 years, we've represented injured people. Based on our experience, we've formulated an injury legal game plan, a game plan you can use right now. Our legal game plan gives you the ability to fight the insurance company, and it's free. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. We'll help you. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. Come enjoy the fastest sport on two feet and where we play by our own rules. Perfect score! There's always great lacrosse action and something for everyone to enjoy. You may not be prepared for us. But all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss us. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at ColoradoMammoth.com. This may not be easy for you to hear. But you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com. Are you looking for a new career? Well, with today's fast-paced world, content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate, making media careers in very high demand. And the Colorado Media School is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for TV and radio personalities, sports broadcasting, audio and video editing, online and social media content, and so much more. If you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone, then you got to check out the Colorado Media School right now. They'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about. Get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months. Hey, if you start now, you have a chance to get that media career in this year. And at the Colorado Media School, you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify give you all the reason to call right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. All week you said that uh, the meetings and practice were going to be important, but you wanted to see how these guys competed in the game atmosphere. What did you take away from today? I thought we played well, you know, outside of giving up big plays. uh, It was was pretty even-steven. You know, we didn't make enough big plays. We made some in the third quarter. Not enough. Was that Vance Joseph? He was at the game last night. Vance Joseph in attendance at the Nuggets Celtics game. C.J. Anderson was there. Benny Fowler was there. Will Parks. Several Broncos in attendance for the big game. Most of them to watch Kyrie Irving do his thing. And I guess that's the one element to this argument that I continue to, well, ignore. Where I agree with a lot of texters. And somebody on the Twitter feed made a great point. And I know we got to get to the phone lines quickly. He made a great point. He said, you know... The place was energized last night, albeit it was energized with Boston fans. It was energized. He's exactly right. Let's see what happens when Sacramento comes to town, when Phoenix comes to town, and nobody shows up. The building is empty. It feels empty. Which way would you rather have it? You make a great point. Given the choice of no fans or a full house of opposing fans, I'd rather have energy. Don't like it when the opposing fans show up, but I get it. Let's go to the hotline. Welcome in. 
Our very good uh, friend Jeff Legwald, who will be at the Super Bowl sooner than later. Hey, Jeff, how you doing, buddy? I'm great, Vic. How's it going? Sorry you had to wait there. I uh, don't ever want wow, you to wait. Wow, that was a tough ending. That was a when tough are you, ending uh, to that one. When are you going to the one-degree temperatures of Minneapolis-St. Paul? I'll be there Thursday. Okay. So you, you, you just skipped out on the old media night, which has become uh, – I don't know how much yeah. more the NFL can do to appease the media, but media night has been a has become a full-feeding frenzy. Yeah, when it went prime time, they they sort of took the lid off it. it you know, you got your variety of uh, guys in clown suits and – People asking Tom Brady to marry him, but uh, it, it's what they want, you know. The, the attention's what they want, and they, and they get it every year. Before we talk Super Bowl, Jeffrey, I wanted to get your thoughts on the Broncos and what they've done the last couple weeks. I uh, I spoke a little bit to Vance Joseph last night at the Nuggets game, and I really and I firmly believe Vance is going to have a tough time PR wise. I think there's a section of the fan base already against him, already rooting for him to lose. And I think he's going to have to win those fans back. That's not an easy task for a guy who's going into his second season as a head coach. No, Vic, it's not. And I think, you know, it's part of the learning curve for guys when they go from coordinator to head coach, they they find out it's a, it's a totally different job. I mean, you you are out there in front of people all the time, and everything you say is, you know, is mulled over, dissected, you know, it's brought back to you. You know, you never get to leave something you said behind. And, you know, the people I, I talked to, you know, sort of the general fans uh, were always mentioned the most that, you know, he kept saying the team was practicing well, and then, you know, they'd go out and lose eight in a row. And that's the one people kind of can't let go. And, you know, I think in a, in a, given a chance to do it over again, he, he may have adjusted what he said, you know, and I think, I think that's some of it. You know, people aren't quite sure what to make of them yet because all they have to go on is they finished, you know, five and 11. And, you know, he kept saying they were doing, doing well. So I think that's the part people want to know. All right. You know, let's see some of the, uh, results and you know, in fact, you know his team gets blown out at the Senior Bowl, and and even though it's an All Star game, people take that as as kind of a testament to what's going on. Um, after watching a quarter of the Senior Bowl, and I didn't watch the rest of the game afterwards. What can we take from watching those quarterbacks do their thing? Did one quarterback jump ahead of the the next? Is there anything we can? We can gain from watching that entire week. The week is important, especially the the when you're coaching them because you get to, you get to see them in the meetings, and that's the most important thing. Because the biggest question you can't answer about a quarterback prospect when you're trying to scout them is, can he retain information? Can he handle it? And you you get your best chance to see that, even though it's only a week you get to install an offense at your speed and you get to see who can take it and who can't. And I think the weeks were the practice, you know, the days I was there, it was very clear uh, Baker Mayfield was ahead of the other guys. And, you know, for the, from the Broncos perspective, that would mean, okay, are you okay that he's only six feet tall? Uh, are you okay with some of the off the field stuff that, you know, uh, 
is more sort of attitude and swagger rather than being a bad guy or something. But, you know, those are the things they have to answer now because during the week he showed he could take an offense that was installed in two days and handle it on the practice field better than the other guys. Now, Josh Allen had some nice moments in the game, but the game's a pretty vanilla affair. You know, that's kind of a preseason setting. You know, the defenses can't do much. And often, if you can find your receivers, you're gonna you're gonna have some openings. So, the practices meant a lot, and I, I think Mayfield fared very well. Uh, Jeffrey, I'm looking at this Super Bowl matchup, and I and I brought this up earlier. How how can you pick against the Patriots? Because even if there's a, even if Philly jumps out to a 14 nothing lead, no lead is safe against this team. This team came back from the biggest deficit in Super Bowl history. This team has more confidence than any team ever in the, on this stage. How can you possibly think the Patriots will lose this game? I, I don't. I think people just get sick of picking them. I, I think that's the only reason because you know you know Vic half the half the Super Bowl is managing being at the Super Bowl, and no team will do that better than the Patriots because no team's been to more. I mean, Bill Belichick is now at his 11th Super Bowl as a coach, as an assistant or a head coach. 11. Uh, he's got it figured out, and he also has the best big-game quarterback who's ever played. And uh, that alone gives the rest of the team, you know, everything it needs to get through the week. So, uh I think Philly Philly would be smart to do what the Broncos did here in the AFC Championship game, you know, the 2015 season. Your your only chance is to rush Brady as hard as possible, and most teams aren't willing to do it because they're not willing to risk getting blown out if you don't get there. But it is your only chance. I, I see it as an all-or-nothing bet. You know, if you if you get it right, you win, and if you don't, you, you're – you're probably going to get smoked, and but that's probably going to happen anyway. So I, I think go for it is is what the Eagles should do. Jeff Legwald, who will attend the uh, Super Bowl in Minneapolis, and people wonder why the Super Bowl is in Minneapolis. That's because they built a stadium. Let's be honest. You build a stadium, you get a Super Bowl. If you if Denver built a new stadium four years from now, Denver will get a Super Bowl. Is it that simple? It's that simple. That's part of the deal now. That that's how. You know, that's how you're selling it to cities now. You know, you, this is not a time to give a ton of public money to sports stadiums. So the only way to even make it a little palatable is to uh, offer up the Super Bowl. And, you know, they've done that. You know, Atlanta's getting one uh, next year. Uh, you know, they, if, you, if you get the new stadium, you know, Houston uh, did it. So, I mean, you get the new stadium, you get the Super Bowl. It is the second time Minnesota's had one, so, you know, there is that. But, yeah, it's a little frigid right now. I don't think people – and everything's at the Mall of America, believe it or not. Why, yeah, so why it's, there? It's kind of, why? It's the Mall Super Bowl. I don't, I don't, first time ever, but, yeah, everything is at the Mall of America. That's amazing. I mean, if the Super Bowl ever does come to Denver, I wonder if they'll hold it at, at the old Lakeside Mall, the media conglomerate. Just... <laughs> That's right. Just, just make it there. It's all good. Actually, Southwest, you know, Southwest Plaza. It would be better perhaps. here than a lot of places. Yeah, this, yeah. This, is, this would be a great Super Bowl city. I don't care what the league says. 
Um, last question there, uh, uh, Jeffrey, because we've had Akib on the show. You've listened to Akib, and now he is the source of, of trade rumors. And, and, and I, I get what the Broncos are trying to do here. Um, you, you're going to trade these assets, if you can, uh, to generate money to go after a quarterback. But if you're an opposing team, and you ask this question when you're in the Senior Bowl, why would you conduct a trade with the Broncos when they've already told people they want out from under the contract? Why not just wait for them to release Akib Tlaib? That's what they're going to do. I mean, to me, this is the the story, not a story thing. I mean, the Broncos can leap to anyone that they want to trade somebody. It doesn't matter. Uh, you have to have a partner that's willing. And, you know, again, I, I didn't ask every GM in the league, and it only takes one team. I understand that. But I asked three GMs uh, who have made trades before. So, and they all said no in about three seconds, and you know, because they everyone thinks. I think Akeem Talib thinks the Broncos are going to release him. If, if truth be told, and uh, you know, there's just no reason to trade for a player like that unless you are somewhat positive that the that the Broncos would keep him. And you know, again, I you know, you and I have talked. I think C.J. Anderson, Akeem Talib, maybe even Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. I think those three guys think they're on the way out. Um, last one, Jeff. Uh, the Kirk Cousins Derby. Give me, give me the top teams involved in his bidding process. It, the, the Broncos, you you assume are going to be involved. Uh, his current team, Washington. Who else? I mean, that's the thing. There, you know, Vic, there aren't as many teams as people think that are going to be willing to dance close to twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven million dollars a year. I mean. You're talking about a guy who might get, because of circumstances, might get the richest contract in NFL history because of where he's positioned. And, you know, there aren't many guys. I mean, uh, people before the season said Jacksonville was almost a given, but now, you know, they, they made the playoffs with Bortles. So I, I think, I think the field will be more limited than than people think, and if the Broncos want to get in there, I think they're going to be able to get them. But, again, they're going to have to tee up what is probably the biggest contract in NFL history because the Niners would be an option, but uh, I talked to Lynch at the at the Senior Bowl, and I, I think that team's working really hard to sign Garoppolo, but, you know, you're going to have to overpay him too. You're going to have to bet on a guy with, you know, six or seven career starts and hope for the best. Jeffrey, man, have a good week out in Minneapolis. Stay warm, bring extra layers, do all that good business. We'll talk to you after the Super Bowl, my friend. I will, man. Thanks, Vic. Take care. That is Jeff Legwald, our Broncos insider. One segment to go. We'll read a few more texts. Uh, as mentioned, we're not giving away tickets today. My apologies. Normally, we give away more tickets than any radio station in town. Not today. Not on this show. Sorry. We're back after this. This is James Maryland. I want to tell you how you can save more in mortgage interest with my friends at American Financing. It's common knowledge that you're going to pay interest when borrowing money. But did you know that there are ways to pay off mortgage interest sooner? From biweekly payments to an extra payment each year, even a streamlined refinance, you have options available that will save you anywhere from $500 to $1,000 a month. With just a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing, you can start the process of getting mortgage approval. 
an even better way to find out exactly what loan amount you can be approved for. It will make your home search more enjoyable. So give my friends at American Financing a call, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Denver Nuggets. The Colorado Avalanche. That's our thing, and that's why no one has more nugs and abs tickets than Altitude 950. We're going to have a lot of those. He just does it all the time. Keep it on all day for your chance to win. Only one station has this much abs and nuggets access. The players give me the ball and let me do my thing. That's the play they call. Altitude 950. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. Stock up for the big game at Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits in Centennial. Now open off Parker and Arapahoe with more than a thousand varieties of beers to choose from, great in-store specials, and a cigar humidor with over 270 different cigars to choose from. Shop online DavidsonCentennial.com Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC Terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We do only injury cases, have for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the people. Bell & Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you. Tune in tonight on Altitude 2 as your Denver Nuggets hit the road to take on the San Antonio Spurs. Pre-game coverage starts tonight at 5.30 p.m. with tip-off at 6.30 p.m. Check us out on the web at AltitudeSports.com for channel numbers in your area. And don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Nuggets players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Denver Nuggets. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. They have a great team. We, we all know that, but I can't wait to play Super Bowl Sunday. I can't wait to, you know, I'm so blessed to be a part of the Philadelphia Eagles, and I can't wait to go against this challenge. That's Nick Foles, who, by the way, has a better overall record as a Philly quarterback than Carson Wentz. When you all when you bring it all down, it, the guy is pretty damn good. Can he be good again? Can he be good against the best? Why am I looking at my TV screen right now and Tom Brady's wearing gloves on his hands inside while conducting a media interview? Why does he insist on wearing the gloves? He's hiding the top of that hand, right? Why? Everybody knows that it was injured. <laughs> What's I don't he know. hiding? Tom Brady's Tom Brady's kind of gotten weird. 
That's what I'm saying. Fifteen Kinda? years from now, we're gonna we're he's gonna weird. find out more about Brady. We're gonna look back and say that dude was. He's a curious. strange. He's a strange bird. Man, you are um, you and Crackman really going at it. it it's fun, huh? Has he Definitely. called us yet, Marty? Jesse, has he called, has he called us yet? No, hey, here's a here's a novel idea though. If, if all these Denver sports fans, Benneman, Kavnar, you, yeah. are so upset about this, yeah. uh, why don't you just buy the tickets and come root for your team and not let Celtics fans in the building? I, I agree. I mean, listen, Denver fans are equally to blame. Mean. I said it in the in the previous segment. You know, the next time the the Nuggets have a home game and the the arena is half empty, I I blame the locals for. Not supporting, and and I understand why. Now I go back to your theory. You got to give them a reason to go, right? You yeah, give them a exactly. Reason to go. Exactly. You got to and listen. I'm suburb guy, right? So it's a it's a what was yesterday Monday? It's a Monday night. I got home from work, get the kids fed. It's what's going to motivate me to get back in the car, drive downtown, and go in there and, and watch it. That's what that's that's the million dollar question. Yeah. Yeah, the problem though, Crackman, and you know, you can listen to Crack's show. They do an outstanding show. Obviously, he and Harris, both out of towners, uh, they do an outstanding show in the afternoon here. But um, his take, and he touched on a very sensitive subject for me because I was at the game last year. He was talking about the um, the Russell Westbrook game where mm-hmm. he achieved the triple double, and the crowd um, gave him a standing O and cheered and was actually rooting for him at Pepsi Center. They're rooting for a fifty-year-old record okay. that got broken. They were rooting when the game was won, too, when he made the final bucket. I was there. They also cheered for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on his retirement tour. That that game, that, that 50-year-old record, that triple-double, ultimately cost the Nuggets a playoff spot. They they missed out on the playoffs by one game. So don't tell me that it didn't meet, it mean anything for the Nuggets and that all these fans were just there for history. Well, yeah, they're there for history. It also cost the home team a playoff game. No, the eight games we probably lamented during the season where they okay. lost to a bad Every team at one home of them cost them a playoff game. Playoff. Every one of them did. True. I mean, listen, man. The bottom line is, you think it's cool then for for all these OKC fans to show up at Pepsi Center to root on Westbrook? Why do you think Westbrook feels so at home here Thursday night? You think it's going to be okay for those same fans to come here and root them on? I'm just telling you, there's a there, you got to give people a reason to come out and be passionate. You have to, and I'm not just talking about the Nuggets. It goes for the Abs, it goes for the Rapids, it goes for the Broncos, it goes for the Rockies, it goes for every team. You know, people gripe and complain that oh, they're they're not filling Folsom Field. Yeah. Well, why? They've had one good season in the last 11 hey, years. I'm blaming us as much as I'm blaming them. Is this- I agree with you. I'm blaming. I'm saddened by this. I'm sad that we as locals have not embraced the teams the way some of these other cities do. I'm saddened by it. I think this is the point of the show where I'm supposed to tell you guys who won. Uh, I'm going to go with neither because you were both grumpy today. I do well, have. We're about to get into mistakes, and uh, I've got one that Marty O made in the uh, in the sugar fix. Ooh. That if you thought Vic was grumpy, now wait till he hears this. Yeah. He's going to be really grumpy. Wait till after this uh, freaking Spurs game tonight. Hey, do you think of a bunch of Nuggets fans show? Let me ask you this. If Nuggets fans showed up in San Antonio tonight, and I've been there for many games, and started chanting, let's go Nuggets, what do you think would happen? They would get drowned out by all the Spurs fans. But the Spurs have won five titles, man. If the There's Nuggets a reason showed up, why Spurs fans okay. come out. I'll give you another one. If you went to a Nuggets-Utah Jazz game in Salt Lake and started singing, let's go Nuggets, what do you think would happen? 
You get drowned out. It's the only thing to do in Salt Lake. You can actually you can buy a beer there without having to take out nine pieces no, of ID. Need seven forms of ID, but you're right. I'm done. Marty, what do we do wrong? <laughs> Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. All right, guys. James, we were talking about Calvin Harris earlier. You uh, asked if he was dating Taylor Swift. They did date. However, their relationship only lasted for uh, a couple months, and they split up. So. Okay, so that's a mistake. How? I mean, you, I think you said, are they currently dating? <laughs> no, I said, didn't he date Taylor Swift? She probably wrote a song about it. Real I'm happy sure and sad. Uh, the only way Marty at the beach. The only way Marty can up. find mistakes out of me is for questions I ask. Come on, Marty. All right, Vic, you were right. The first time I did this, you were like, James is not going to let you make uh, any any <laughs> objections. Okay, there was so much discussion about out of town fans, we didn't even let James sneak in any fun vegan facts. We didn't even let Will have a chance to uh, mispronounce something. But there was one balderdash, and uh, that's about it. Uh, you guys talked about a lot of Nuggets free agents this year. Um, at the end of the year, Barton and Jefferson's contracts are done. Chandler has a player option. Arthur has a player option. And Jokic has a team option for next year. Guessing That's it, though. Guessing they'll pick up that team option on Jokic. Yeah, the, the, the one thing that people um, don't understand, and, and me, present company included, is how much money the Nuggets still have to give up next season for these players that contracts are coming up. That's why it's hard. People say, well, why don't they... Go get, get, go get Lou Williams, right? You know, I hear that now. Lou Williams is on the market. Go get him. Well, good luck trying to fit Lou Williams into your salary cap space when you have all those other contracts coming up. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. No, you got you got to look down the road. Uh, on this date in 1982, Vic, I can't go for that by Hall and Oates hit number nice. one on the Billboard 100. They're coming to Pepsi Center in like May. They knocked, uh, Livy Newton John's physical out of the, uh, number one spot that it had held for 10 weeks. I mean, they took on a, they took on a juggernaut and knocked it out of there. And Marty missed that? Yeah. I mean, what is he doing? Pathetic. Sorry, I was taking a nap back here. My bad. All right, that's it. I did like one text. Uh, 0283 said uh, about James. Dude roots for front runners, likes Dinger, and is now vegan. Can we start calling him man bun already? <laughs> I don't root for – I'm not a front runner. I root for every Denver team. What Again, what are people listening to? When did I say I'm a Celtics fan or I'm a Patriots fan or I'm whatever? I respected the Patriots. We have that had that argument, Vic and I did last week. But like, I'm not rooting for anybody. I'm still rooting for the Broncos, even though they have a dog butt coach who thinks, hey, other than the big plays, we played him even Steven. I'm still rooting for him. Hmm. Moj makes a good point, man. Moj, you're right, and I have trouble just finding the proper words at times. He says it's not the fans of other teams that go to these games at Denver. It's the massive amount of fans from opposing teams. It's not, you know, you have one or two fans. I get it. It's the just half the freaking arena was green. Did you know this? Half the arena was green. I hate the color green. You and Moj are the guys that are the executives at Ford in 1979 going, why aren't people just buying Fords because it's a Ford? Instead of looking at it and going, because we keep rolling the Pinto off the assembly line. Shut up with your reason and logic. Are we done, Marty? Yeah, that's it. Thanks, Marty. I appreciate it. I want to apologize to all of our loyal listeners who aren't listening to the Bill Simmons podcast this morning. Uh, we did not give away tickets. L- let me ask you this, Vic. When, the, when this Nuggets team 
this core turns into what we think they're going to turn into, right? And Jamal yeah, Murray gonna, becomes yeah, a star. You're going to get a sold-out nugget. Right. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. If the, get if, it. if the Avs make the playoffs and go you know, into the second or third round, you think the building will have a lot of opposing fans in it? Yeah. I don't. I don't. So, so what you're saying is only success breeds loyalty. Only success. Because loyalty isn't born from... Perhaps where you live, your civic pride, your community. Loyalty is born only from success. Well, other than the Cubs because of Wrigley Field and the Red Sox because of Fenway, find me a team that has a loyal following that hasn't been good. Oh, you can go from city to city. Go to Utah. Go to Portland. What are you talking about? Well, Utah and Portland have nothing else. Nothing. They're they're one-horse towns. The, the, the Blazers are the only pro team in Portland. Yeah, we have more people. We should be able to. Uh, come on, man. Well, the Trailblazers have more titles than the Nuggets. Yeah. Dr. Jack won one. The Jazz right, have done. been to the finals twice. I'm done. Fire up finale, please. Marty, Jesse, roll it. This is the fired up finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. How about being a team leader? How about being a guy who's focused on football? How about not spending all year, because he's been having this videographer with him for a year, he's not doing this during the offseason. How about worrying about football? How about worrying about your day job? How about worrying about the, the job you get paid $22 million to do? How much could you possibly be making off of this? It's just, it's a guy whose focus is on everything other than football, and nobody wants to say it, but Von Miller had a mediocre, subpar season. He had 10 sacks. He had 51 tackles. He had three passes defensed. Meaty, freaking, ochre. We spent three hours talking about opposing teams' fans invading Pepsi Center. And you're freaking fired up finales on Von Miller on Facebook? I, uh. You're fired, Jesse. It was an early choice, sorry. I, I hate to be keeping score, but that's, uh, two days this weekend. Mm. Oh two my. Manchester wow. hot takes that won the fired up finale. I could roll out of here at 726. My work is done every day. We really yeah. need the Nuggets to win tonight in San Antonio because you two were grouchy <laughs> for three straight hours. Go Nuggets, please save my sanity. If the Nuggets don't win tonight, we're not giving away tickets tomorrow. I'll just leave it there. You got the Vic Lombardi show. See you then. Altitude 950. Rewind. Uh, it's like I said before, man. He's not afraid. You know, I think he's a young man that relishes the opportunity uh, to be not only on the court, but he's not afraid to take and make big shots. And um, he did that tonight. We go to him. He has a shot, they run him off the line, he gets to the basket, he finishes. He goes to his left, it's a tough fadeaway jump shot. And uh, I think the more we see that, the more custom we'll get to having Jamal do that for us. But, uh, I mean, I can't say it enough. I'm really proud of our guys. And, you know, uh, we couldn't score in that first half. I mean, look, in the paint, I think we're a 7 for 25. Uh, we missed 12 layups in the first half, and, and their defense has bogged us down. In that second half, what I like most was that we got back to